This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. A new podcast will wake up to those dulcet tones pull you through like a friendly voice from back home calling you. The best part of waking up is bacon so giddy up. <laughs> so I, 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 okay, there's so many options you're gonna go with. No, there. no, no. Look, bacon I bacon cell in your cup, bacon cell. Bacon cell in your cup doesn't make any sense. Bacon cell <laughs> giddy, giddy up. up. I'm excited. Uh, By the way, waking up and giddy up rhyme. Apparently, they do. They both because there's up. a dash. Yeah. <laughs> I looked. I looked for so many rhymes for up. And cup was pretty much the only one. I like that a lot, Ken. There was what's up, but giddy up felt better. (laughs) That's great. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to last week's show, our Rush show. It was a beast. I was going to say, that was one where we, Ken and I came into it very novice-like, and then we walked away better people, I think, because of it. Still feel very novice compared to the knowledge that was thrown out there? We were very, very worried kind of how it would be perceived, if people would accept it, if people would like it, because it is a very niche band. I may have just kind of eliminated half of the audience on that one. Kind of did, yeah. Well, I, honestly, looking at some of the comments, there's been some supports and some surprises as well. Okay, let's see. We look at Twitter at uh, Kendall Elias and says, "I really regret not getting into Rush until three years ago when I was laid up and started watching their concerts on YouTube. Each one were world class musicians. Thank you, Ryan and Zach. You other two were pretty great too. <laughs> he doesn't mean that. Well, Ryan and Zach are going to start their own podcast now. It's going to be great. This is Russian frog rock. Frog rock and sale. Frog. <laughs> It's horrible. It's a good shoot off. And now this is where we start to get into a little discussion about the females at Baking Babs on Twitter says, oh, no. I'm a female and I was not familiar with Rush, but I'm definitely interested now. I even made it through the whole episode. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for geeking out about them. Next up, Queen. I would love to do That'd a Queen show. should be a Queen show. Yeah. But that on the Facebook post, there was a bunch of conversation and there was even three women who were willing to say that they are fans. In fact, I found out after looking at the social media posts, I think it went up to eight women. Yeah. Said they like Rush. I'd like to apologize to those eight women. You have to. <laughs> if any other people liked Rush. I honestly didn't know that stereotype. That. And so when you said that, I'm like, oh, we're going to get comments. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's include Debbie Cartmill Foster, who says, uh, when I had my first real full-time job, my supervisor was a classic rock geek. He would quiz us and we would listen to it for eight hours and five days a week. I learned to love Rush. So eventually over time, maybe. It's like one album a week. To work, it's like bacon yeah. sale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like bacon sale? You yeah. should force your... If you're a boss, force your employees to listen to bacon sale at work. And quiz them. Yes. And I love this one because it actually is kind of lines up with my story on the band. Uh, Jim Smith on Facebook says, uh, in a comment thread where there was a lot of discussion, actually, where and they talked awkward about... Awkward gifs, too. How many. Uh, where they talked about how the band has time signatures that go to seven quite a bit. He says, I will say I've been inspired by the podcast. I'm going to buy my son, who is teaching himself guitar, a turntable, and some Rush vinyl and we're going to have the talk. <laughs> that's kind of great. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. No, we, so thanks, guys. We really do appreciate your feedback. We love, we love because we sit here and we talk to each other and we're like, yes, we're all looking at each other and approve of this and, and have yeah. comments and disapprove of this. But seeing comments from you on social media is the only way we really get feedback. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? The most important meal of the day, Joel. We're talking breakfast food. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast <laughs> foods. I'm so excited. Look, now, I, I would like to get your overall feelings, gentlemen, on breakfast. First of all, I would like to know, what did you have for breakfast this morning and your overall feelings of breakfast? Let's start with Zach. I slept in until 1130 and missed breakfast. So... What was the last breakfast you had? I honestly eat fried eggs and potatoes like all the time. 
just raw potatoes or uh, like like I'll cook up some hash browns, bite into it like cubed potatoes okay, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I did not have breakfast this morning. In oh fact, gosh, most mornings you, I don't have breakfast. What is wrong with you? It's called intermittent fasting, and it's sad oh. because I call it. I just I call it missing meals. It's oh, no, no, intermittent fasting. No, no. If you give it a name, it's a health goal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just eat one big meal a day and call it a. But diet. I did have cereal early earlier this week, and it was Reese's Puffs. So I do feel pretty happy about breakfast. <laughs> I love I love Reese's Puffs. They're good. They're yep. tasty. They're actually very good. That's what about we get a tier one? Two. Actually, I think what the most you? recent thing I had was like these uh, Jimmy Dean frittata things. You you microwave. Mm. Those are pretty. Mm. Good. Those doesn't are, sound good. It was fine. Jimmy Dean means got good sausage in it, right? No, that's uh, not what it means. This morning I had a I made an omelet with sausage, cheese, and salsa inside. Because we were doing the show, and you know that is what like I love making eggs in particular in the morning. I I breakfast food okay. I'm just going to quote Ron Swanson here. This is a Ron Swanson quote that I live by hmm. and I, I can die by. Ron Swanson says, I'm a simple man. I like pretty dark haired women and breakfast food. <laughs> That's me. Is it your favorite meal of the day? I was going to say I enjoy food in general. But yeah. breakfast, I really, really love breakfast foods. Like there's just such a variety of breakfast foods that I can cook and that I can make and that I enjoy that it's always a joy to me to start my meal off with a good breakfast. Yeah. And you can have it for dinner too. Yeah. yeah. I think breakfast for dinner was something that we did in my family and it was always like this fun event. Um, and then as far as like cooking, I learned to cook breakfast food first because I yeah, think it's yes. very simple. Oh, it's, right. a, it's a very basic thing. Easy Basically, to learn. You cook eggs in a pan. You, you fry some potatoes in oil. Like it's all very simple. There's not yeah. a lot of mixing or churning or anything like when that. When women ask if I can cook, I'm like, oh, Swedish pancakes. You got it. German pancakes. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only breakfast stuff. There's so many good options. Bacon. Sometimes. Yes, yeah. So many. Yeah. In fact, I'd like to quote Ron Swanson again. No, no. <laughs> Same for the Parks and Rec show. There's never been a sadness that can't be cured by breakfast food. Mm. And I find that too. If I wake up and I know true. I'm going to have a good breakfast, I'm in a good mood. I yeah. love breakfast food. <laughs> Generally speaking, once again, gentlemen, do you prefer the savory breakfast or the sweet breakfast? Great question. Firm answer. I prefer the savory breakfast and a lot of it. Yeah. 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 Like See, I could eat like massive amounts of meat and potatoes and eggs and all of that. Um, whereas really I, for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Same here, Ken. I, wow. I can't eat sh- that much sugar early in the morning. I, st- I feel well, like okay. crap. Does syrup mean sugar to you? If no. something is uh, pancakes and syrup, which we'll get to. It's fine. But if I have like pancakes and syrup in, on the table and I have like savory stuff on the other side, I'll go usually go to the other side first. Mm-hmm. I'm a savory, definitely savory. You're going to let the pancakes get soggy then. I'm a complete balanced breakfast sort of guy. Oh the guy gosh. who does I got breakfast. my glass of orange juice, my glass of milk. I got my toast. <laughs> that with was butter. always weird. When people have two drinks in the commercials, yeah. I'm always like, what are you doing? It's like, obviously, you're picking the OJ right yeah. there. But no, like, I like sweet and savory. If I'm going to a breakfast place, which we all talk about in the show, I want a mix of both. But generally, sweet because lunch will be savory. Oh, I'm savory almost every meal. Hmm. Like, in fact, like when we do like sweets. Hey, you're savory all the time, Joel. Aw, thank you. <laughs> then you call me sweet. But yeah, no, seriously. Like, <laughs> and you're sweet sometimes. Thanks. Sometimes. No, and that's the thing is like, I, I just feel like pancakes, you get over here and they're good, but then you get bacon and eggs and it's just like, no, I'd like to quote, quote Ron Swanson. Not oh, again. I can't think of anything more noble to go to war over than bacon and eggs. You, you know, I'm cutting this out of the show, right? And that is what we're doing today. <laughs> yes, we are. Because going to war? Can't cut it out now because we are going to war because we are going to be tearing breakfast foods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to war with each other and going to war with you, the listener. Now, I, wa- I want to talk about breakfast kind of up front before because I wanted to acknowledge how much I love almost all breakfast mm-hmm. foods. But then Kent, the sadist, <laughs> said... Remember how I said, call me sweet? And then yeah. I got called a sadist. <laughs> uh, he did call me savory earlier, so I should take that back. But I'm not going to because then Kent said, no, we have to do this a tiering show and we have to make it 10 tier ones. Yes. 10 tier twos. Right. 
and 10 tier threes. Tier one being the highest, tier three being the lowest. Mm -hmm. So we're going to rate these and rank these. And I didn't want to. In fact, I said to you guys, can you please just this one time give me 27 tier ones? Based on this list, how could you possibly have 27 tier ones? I love there are breakfast ten of, There are probably 10 of these things. That you're like, I could take it or leave it. There's there, uh, there's probably about three or four that I'm like, this belongs in a tier three. The rest are tier one. So clearly it's bacon sale approved because breakfast is just generally tier one, right? Bacon sale approved. There we go. Let's go one by one. <laughs> okay. So we're going to get into this and Zach's going to lead us and we're going to let you know how we tier breakfast foods. Right. Let's start in sort of the baked realm of breakfast with a bagel. Tell me how you feel about bagels, gentlemen. Pretty basic. Uh, bagels pretty basic around here. If you don't know, it's a bread product <laughs> originating in the Jewish communities of Poland. And the first known mention of the bagel was around 1610. In the community regulations of Krakow? That's exactly what I'm talking about. It is traditionally shaped in a ring, which is where it gets its name from. Uh, the Yiddish word bagel. I don't know how to say it. I'm going to have so many bad yeah. pronunciations here. German dialect word bugel which means ring or bracelet. It's going to be a great show for getting things wrong. <laughs> By the way, we didn't mention that in Poland, they actually gave bagels to women that just gave birth. Like, it, that it was, was a was gift for gift. women who just gave childbirth hmm. bagels. Now, the question is, did they get the raisin one at the end? When you get the Einstein box of the uh, <laughs> oh, the God. baker's dozen hey, there? If it has cinnamon in it, it's tolerable. No, no one's getting cinnamon. Hey, no one hey, gets cinnamon hey, unless you, you pick that first. Right now, that is my go-to bagel. Cinnamon, cinnamon raisin bagel. I love them. Oh, you're, so you're the one that's like, oh, I'm the guy. I'll wait to the end because I'm the pervert that's, that's like the raisins. I like eating last and I like those bagels. I win every time. I'll eat one if I have to, but I'm not no. going to go for that first. Bagels variety. Like you can get sunflower seeds. You can get some weird seafood one. For me, it's cinnamon and strawberry schmear. The bagel is made cinnamon by the strawberry. Wait, yeah. cinnamon is strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. See, I, li I like fruity to fruity and then it's like cinnamony. Like blueberry to strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Blueberry strawberry is great. Yeah. I give bagels tier three. What? What? Yeah, because Ken, you are a quarter Jew. Jewish. Okay, don't you dare hold why, that against uh, me. Why are you you're okay. bashing under people's food? I realize I should like it more, but here's the thing. They're gummy. Like you eat one and you're like, it's not quite bread and it's not quite taffy, but it's somewhere in between and only half the bagel is actually edible. You get two halves and you split them and you're like, I'll eat the top. The bottom, eh. It's dry. It's, it's pretty same. flat. It's not the same. It's the, the this top isn't a is, muffin. The top is puffed up. It's similar to a muffin. No, the top is the best part. Basically it's meaty. You cut and it in then, half. Then you have the overcooked bottom part where you get the sawdust well, on the have bottom. You seen, have you seen the St. Louis style? No. In St. Louis, they don't cut it in half. They cut it vertically. So it's like in strips. And then you dip it in the cream cheese. That seems wrong. <laughs> that seems wrong for the bigger world. It's St. Louis. My people would it. say that is wrong. But it's a tier My three. Tier, tier three. That's weird. Bagel by itself. Meh. Man, bagel with schmear, amazing. No, it's, it's the schmear that makes it. But it's the bagel and schmear. It's the chewy plus the creamy. But this, because of the dichotomy between the two, I had to put this in tier two. Okay, tier two. So I have I have it at tier one. This you is do? a tier one food. Oh, we got a full house. And oh, no, here's why. It's a straight. It's a straight. Here's why. Have you guys ever been to New York? Yes. New York bagels are next oh, level. Come on. I'm telling you, I once got. You're not getting real pizza unless you're in Italy, man. <laughs> I, like Einstein's bagels locally, whatever. If fine, you haven't eaten good. ramen in China, you haven't eaten ramen. So, so here's the I top ramen, and that's the tops. Here's the quick story. So I go, I travel to New York, I spend some time there, I have a bagel every day, and it's delicious, and I love it. So I get a dozen everything bagels, which among oh, those. Those are so. Among gross, those messy. is garlic. Yeah. And Why? I take them and I put them in a big brown paper bag and I shove them in a backpack and then I get on a plane for four hours. <laughs> so in the process of so everyone hates you in the process of I'm standing on the subway traveling to the airport. I reek of garlic the and then I would stay away like I, fighting vampires. No big deal. Exactly. And then I get on the plane and I try and uh, take those and it's very smelly. And I did that all 
because I love them so much. I dream about them. I will name a child after them. Well, it's because it's still different? in your clothes, so of course you How still dream about them. How are New York bagels them. different from any other they bagel in the world? They just taste so much better. Einstein's New York, it's the same. They're not as... You don't have to, like, tear them away with your teeth. If you don't name your kid Bagel, then I'll be real disappointed. Okay, Bagel. It is. Tier one. <laughs> but it has to be... I will say... It's an asterisk. It has to be a New York Bagel. Yeah. These are tricky for me because I actually hate cream cheese. Mm. So... They have to be like very flavored. And Are you kidding me? Cream cheese like by cream itself. Cheese. It's by the spoonful. It's delicious. Nope. It only tastes if it has cream cheese. Nope. Hmm. Mm. Big still proof cream cheese is delicious. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. But I'm me on the winning side on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's introduce some carbs. And I'd like to hear about French toast. Wait. So <laughs> bagels weren't enough carbs? <laughs> no, more carbs. More. There's going to be a lot of carbs in this so show. Many. In France, this dish is called pain padou. Meaning that was so French. Pain partout. Pain partout. It's, uh, it means lost bread because uh, this would be stale bread that they used and they covered it in butter, basically, that they would throw away generally. But they're like, no, we can actually make breakfast out of this lost bread. Exactly. Have you guys looked up how gross and perverted other countries are with French toast? <laughs> no, tell me. For, pervert is going to come I'm up glad a lot you said, I'm glad you said with French toast. Otherwise, we're going to have a very political <laughs> crisis so, on our hands. In Scotland, French toast is traditionally served with sausage between two slices of French toast Ooh, eaten as a sandwich. Good. That sounds good. It sounds okay, right? But get this. In Great Britain, it's served with ketchup. Ketchup and French toast. Isn't that sound gross? No, no. Terrible. When you're eating French toast and you have eggs on there and some of the ketchup from the eggs gets on the French okay. toast, it's all you're good. You're a ketchup fiend, though. I am. You put ketchup on anything. Not anything, but like I don't I don't go and put it on my French toast, but a little gets on there. Eh, it's okay. But listen to this. Italy? It's okay. They're doing all right in Italy. So they take the, the bread, they embed mozzarella in between, and they dip the sandwich in whipped egg. And then put mozzarella as well. Tomato sauce, mozzarella, just good. covered. It's like a pizza. By the way, Sweet some pizza. places they soak them in wine, rose water, or orange juice, either before or after cooking. That seems like that would just make it soggy. Not great. Mm. So if I go to a traditional, like we may say Denny's or IHOP here, but what we really mean if we're going for quality would be like a diner. Yeah, diner stuff or even homemade yeah, because stuff. Because like like generally stuff. we'll go to like Village Inn and be like, fine, I'll get that. Yeah, and we'll ask we'll for some, fine. as It'll they call do. it. French toast, eggy bread, Bombay toast, German toast, gypsy toast, poor knights of Windsor. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm going to say gypsy that next toast. time I order it. Yeah. But I, we said poor knights of Windsor. When I look Ma'am, at them, I'd like the gypsy toast. Thank you. <laughs> I, look at a, I look at a menu at one of these diners, and French toast is generally what I'll look for first. This is a tier one. You cover this stuff in butter and syrup, and it's all over the plate. And even if eggs touch it, it's fine. It's good. Even if eggs touch it, that's the whole point of breakfast food is eggs touching everything. you got to be kosher with some things, Joel. No. Some things you do. No. Mm. Some things catch up. You do. No. <laughs> it's all one happy family on my plate. No. Oh my gosh. You're well, like, you're, like, not, you're every dad. No, no, no. You're every I'm dad mixing stirring, the plate. Yes, you I'm are. I'm not stirring the plate around. I'm just saying if something touches something else, I'm not appalled by that. I'm like, welcome. Like if my sausage gets into syrup, I'm like, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, to welcome. welcome to the <laughs> breakfast Welcome to the party. egg side of the You're table. saying welcome as you cut it with your fork and put it in your mouth. <laughs> yes. Welcome <laughs> to the <laughs> breakfast party in my tummy. breakfast party. So what tier would you guys give French toast? I would give it a tier two. I think it's delicious. It seems wrong. But I tire of it a little bit. Because oftentimes if you order it as a meal, it's like four p- big pieces of bread. I, get, I tire of it a little bit. I do find it delicious and versatile. But it's not my That's go-to. why you get a combo, though. You get something yeah. savory with it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm also giving it a tier two. Because of the consistency factor, I've had too many times when I've ordered French toast and it's either flavorless or way too chewy or way too dry. I've been to places where there's some really good French toast, but overall, I'm like, it, it can be too eggy sometimes. So I had to give it a tier two because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get good French toast every time. So I have it's to. It's inconsistent for listen. you. Yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah, that's very fair. That's true. Sometimes you eat a French toast and you're like, it's overwhelmingly eggy. Yeah, that's, that's not, not good. Not my favorite. Uh, when I make French toast, I do like egg and milk and then a little bit of cinnamon and sugar in mm-hmm. the batter. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's the way really to do good. it. Yeah. Mm. I want breakfast food this so bad. This research now. was killing me. <laughs> this show will inspire people to have breakfast for dinner. I hope so. Yes. Well, I think the next one is a staple of breakfast. I'd like to hear what you guys think about scrambled eggs. Now, we should clarify that we did, when we made this list, we had such a dis- like hard time breaking up how many of each thing, because we could honestly do like sunny side up eggs, uh, right. poached eggs, over medium, over hard, like all the different types. But we kind of went with ones we felt were drastically maybe different. As far from as basic other. eggs, we went fried and scrambled. We'll get to fried. And then there's egg type foods coming up in a little bit. But yeah. this one, we're starting with scrambled eggs. Now, only eggs are necessary to make scrambled eggs. <laughs> wow. No, Bold s- take. But some people will add in like water or milk mm-hmm. into the into the eggs before they put it in there, which actually makes them not cook as well. However, if you add like cornstarch or potato starch, it actually helps it cook quicker and form larger lumps without killing the flavor. Now, I'm not saying I do that, but I'm just <laughs> saying... It sounds you disgusting. should look at our faces right now. That sounds <laughs> I, I That's a lot of restaurants will do that because okay. it adds to the bulk of the eggs. The way I do it, it's just strict eggs. I'll actually throw in some spinach and, like I said, some salsa or cheese or something like that near the end. But I do want that kind of just initial just egg. Because I used to put milk in it. I used to be one of those put milk in yeah, my eggs. Yeah, I put eggs, milk in mine. And that actually does not work. It says it thins the texture, lessens the flavor, and causes the eggs to dry out when, when you uh, put the milk in there. But do you guys like scrambled eggs on their own? Maybe a little salt and pepper. Like, can you enjoy yes. scrambled eggs on their own? Yes. It's tier one, I love oh. scrambled eggs. Love them. With ketchup? Oh, of course. Or salsa. Uh, sometimes Salsa's t- sometimes, uh, There's like a line. Salsa. Uh, tomatillo. Not tomatillo. What is it Cholula? Called? Cholula, that's it. Yeah. I put stuff on my eggs, but I love scrambled eggs. That is like my go-to at a breakfast buffet is finding the scrambled eggs. See, they are the, the tasteless staple of continental breakfast around the world. Yes. You look and there's the big tin and the eggs are in blocks yes. formed. And you <laughs> well, have to cut, cut them, them out. Those are, those are like some, you know, carton of eggs. Yeah. They just dumped. dumped and out they're, they're spoon-shaped at that point. So, yeah, I have had way too many bad experiences with scrambled eggs. Plus, they're tasteless. So As a good. child, I loved these kind of eggs because they were the go-to. It's like, you're like, oh, they're always good. And they're easy to make for kids to make, too. But they, I think scrambled eggs are only really good if you add cheese, bacon, you name it. Yeah. Because that actually adds flavor and gives a little bit of texture. I think mm-hmm. scrambled eggs on their own are a tier two. I love eggs so much. You guys going to find out very quickly. Oh, I <laughs> think we found out <laughs> already. Eggs. Oh, I love eggs. I, I do, too. But I think I actually agree with your logic. You tier two? I, I agree with Kent's logic on I think they're delicious, but they, they don't stand super great on their own. They need to be. Well, but I mean, French like, toast syrup. What is that? Yeah. Well, bagels I, without cream cheese. Well, what no, is that? syrup needs to be there, but bacon is another thing altogether. And adding bacon yeah. to a scrambled egg makes it great. I'd like to quote Ron Swanson. No, oh, stop that. <laughs> I don't think Ron Swanson eats scrambled eggs. No, he does. Um, does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you remember the whole give me all the eggs and bacon that you have? But speech? does he eat them scrambled or fried? I would I think he, he just eats, eats the straight up egg. I think it's hard boiled or he just <laughs> pops it open. I will say uh, I kind of have some bad experiences with the scrambled eggs. You had mentioned like continental breakfast is for me. It was, I don't know, neighborhood ketchup, service projects and stuff like that. Yeah. Any like church breakfasts, honestly, they were easy. They're cold and they were gross. Even cold. I love scrambled no. eggs. No. I will say I like when, become, when you're the last one back, like after camping and you walk up and you're like the last one, there's like the last remnants in the tin and you're like scraping out, putting your plate. I still love that. <laughs> no. I make a very fluffy and very delicious scrambled egg. So even though they're very you're speaking good, Joel's language right now, I, I can I can teach you some tricks on making nice. The trick is to keep the heat high and the eggs moving. If you can stay right by that pan and keep them moving, See, we got to keep them I, scrambled. I actually, you have to let them sit for a little bit no. and then push them in. 
and then let them sit and then push them in and no, they will no, get you keep that moving. double the fluff. It's a walk. It's no, basically no, 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 you're doing no, like, no, no. A, like a, what's that called? I, I push it from the sides. Patron video. Patron video forthcoming. All three of us are going to cook eggs. We'll see who's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird video. Oh, six. So you gave it a tier one, Joel. You yes, gave it a tier two, Kent. Yes. And I also gave it a tier two. Well, let's, we, we were already mentioning it. Let's move this egg conversation over to the fried side. What do you think about fried eggs? King of the eggs. Whoa. This is king of the eggs. And it's weird because, once again, your only ingredient is egg. Mm. Even more so. You really don't add milk or water to this. But how do you like your eggs? Yeah. So, okay, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like as I've grown up, so have my taste buds, I go over easy. I've always liked over easy. Have you? Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people like over hard because the it's not so yolky. No, that's because I love the yolks oh. and you can like dip your toast so in it. So much. Or hash browns to in To me, it. this is the entree that also has a condiment hidden inside. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, what a treasure. Yeah. Can that go on my burger? Yes, it can. Yeah. Oh, is that on my bacon and hash browns now? Delicious. Thank yeah. you so much. So just to, if you don't know, if you're a younger listener, let me explain this to you. Over easy is when you turn the egg over once and yes. there's still a yolk in there. You don't break it. Over, over Why medium, are you speaking so softly? Because I'm talking to the children. Uh, <laughs> over medium is when you flip it over one time, you let it cook a little bit longer where it's soft but not liquid. Over hard is when you crack the yolk when you flip it over. And sunny side up is when you don't turn it at all. You just let it cook and put oil on top or cover the lid. Yeah, gross. What? I don't like sunny side. They're all good. I They're all flip. good. There's no bad They're, way. To, this is a tier one. No bad way to make well, these hold, for, for the record, bacon still approved over easy for me. Yes, I slowly eat my fried egg so I can make sure the yolk gets all over all the other breakfast. <laughs> yes. That's one thing I will mix. Yes, that's okay. You're inviting the yolk to the party. Yes. <laughs> so my mix, I like what you said about the condiment. I actually mix my fried eggs with hash browns all the time. Yeah. So it's like one. the, the yep. egg is necessary. The, the yolk is like the a sauce yeah. within the ketchup over all of it. Oh, well, so, oh stuff it. I actually no, will. I don't. I don't. I should, I should clarify. It. I'm not like dumping the whole bottle yeah. on there. It's just Are like you that, not? I used to. Mm-hmm. No, I used to do that thing where I would like cover it in ketchup, but now it's just kind of a little like a drizzle. Yeah, I actually will do that occasionally with as long as it's yeah. fried eggs, hash mm-hmm. browns, and then ketchup. Which we're not really going to get into this uh, as a tier, but like uh, eggs in a frame or eggs in a hole or eggs in toast, whatever yeah, you want to call those it. Those are really fun. Like that's almost all over easy, but it's just it's toast and an egg together. It's wonderful. It's, awesome. it's a fried egg with toast built inside of it. Yeah. And your kids are proud of you when you make it. Yeah, because it looks cool. Yeah. I've combined these things. <laughs> I will say this. I uh, attended culinary school for a brief time and we you had a whole. Did? I did. And we had a whole unit on eggs and part of our like Incredible practical egg. Was yeah. It, was it taught by Joel? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to do, uh, it was like a proficiency test to um, cook an over easy egg without a speck of brown on it. Oh. So like you mentioned, you know, you can get that crust. So yeah. we had to practice. And so we had spent an entire day. And mind you, these classes were six hours. Mm-hmm. So we spent an entire day cooking up fried eggs. I ate all of the ones that weren't perfect. Nice. I probably had 900 eggs that day. Delicious. It was the greatest day. Every so morning, morning to help you get large. It was, it was so good. And he got large, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. me get large. <laughs> tier one, so tier one. And uh, we're not going to talk about it, but poached eggs, by the way, you just reminded me, poached eggs are very difficult to cook. Yes. I finally perfected it in like the last oh, 10 years. I finally oh, perfected wow. it. So. I have never tried. Yeah. Some Self. people want to rate the next great American novel, Joel. He wanted to cook a poached egg. I love eggs. <laughs> and what did you guys give this one? Tier, tier one. one. Tier one, of course. Oh, we got a, we got a full house. Oh, yeah. Are we calling that a full house? Sure. I don't know. If the other, if the other one's a straight. <laughs> Everything's a full house. <laughs> if the other one's a straight, is this a flush? Three of a kind. Yeah, three of a kind. There we go. What I like to pair oftentimes with some fried eggs is a good steak. Hold on. Are you 70? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. Are I, you in a diner in the 70s? This is going to be my first tier three. 
Okay. What? And, and I hate to say that, but it's because every time I've gotten steak and eggs somewhere, I've been disappointed because well, it's can not you trust a lot of these steak. diners with a steak? That's what I mean. It's not a dinner it's, steak. It's usually like this thin this sirloin. Raw, yeah, it's a it's a thin sirloin, very mm. dry. It, it's hard to chew, and it's just that the two steak and eggs don't really seem to go together. For me in breakfast setting. Does it feel wrong, though, to give anything with the name steak in it a tier three? It does. And that's why this doesn't belong in a tier three. This is the ones I had so, to put down there. It got bumped down and bumped down and bumped down. And bumped I gave down. this a tier two because I would never get steak and eggs if I went to a diner. But it's still steak and eggs. And it's good. It would just probably be my only meal that day because it's just too much food. Apparently, this is a common breakfast in Australia, uh, I found out, as well as a customary pre-landing breakfast of the United States Marine Corps and... Also, a traditional NASA astronauts breakfast before they go to lunch because it gives them a lot of of energy. I was going to say the meal was strategically high protein and low residue to keep the astronaut full for hours without having to use the restroom. Hmm. So, but I do. I feel bad giving this a tier three, but truthfully, the quality has never been good when I get this at a diner. Yeah. I'd give it a tier two for the same sort of idea that when you get them, they're generally not high quality. But if you do that at home and you get a nice cut of meat, then it's delicious. I, I love but steak. I love eggs. Also, steak sauce actually goes well on fried eggs as well. I don't like steak sauce. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. You're one of those purists. I well, I straight up steak. You I'll, I'll put, I'll put ketchup. No, don't no, no, ketchup no, no. Ketchup doesn't yeah. go in steak. But I'll put barbecue sauce in steak if it's not a good enough steak. But a good enough steak will stand by itself. It's true. Save our steak show. <laughs> Let's get a side involved here. How do you feel about yogurt? It, now, yogurt. you say side. That is so male of you to say. <laughs> Because is it, no, is it not Zach out? Is it like a main dish? I, I cannot tell you how many times it's like, I'll just have a yogurt for breakfast. And I'm like, that's not breakfast. That's not breakfast. It's not. Well, yogurt parfait, though. Some well, people eat those a parfait for in it. That's got a little more hearty. It's like when you crumble crackers in your soup, you know, yeah. it makes it a meal. Yogurt is a food produced by the bacterial fermentation of milk. Mm. You have milk and then you let it ferment and you, you add bacteria yogurt? into it. <gasps> I don't like a lot of yogurts. Greek yogurt, out of the question? No, Greek yogurt's good. That's one of the few ones I actually Interesting, enjoy. Interesting, because I, I do hate enjoy Greek yogurt, really? but I like like Yoplait. So I hated, hated yogurt for the longest Go-Gurts. time. Gogurts? And then, no, Gogurts are fine. Gogurts like, are just sugar. yogurt. It's sugar. <laughs> They're sugar. But no, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't until I went to Portugal. When I lived in Portugal, I found a brand of yogurt, a couple brands of yogurt that I really liked, and they were higher in sugar content. And then mm-hmm. I came home, and I'm like, I don't really like any of these yogurts, but then I found Greek yogurt, and I'm like, that, I'm okay with that. Right. The word is derived from the Turkish yogurt. <laughs> That's a Turkish sure. And uh, related to the verb yogamark, which means to knead or to be curdled or coagulated, to thicken. That's what you're eating. Coagulated should be a description of every breakfast food. The origins of yogurt are unknown, but it has been thought to have been invented in Mesopotamia around 5000 BC. And in ancient Indian records, they called yogurt and honey the food of the gods. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of high praise for it. Joel, I'm guessing you're giving this a tier three, it's right? It's a tier three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of yogurt for breakfast. I, I'll give it a tier two. Uh, it's Again, it needs to be kind of bolstered up by like fruit and granola, but I, I do like it. It does feel like something you should eat after you eat the steak and eggs, because if you're eating steak yeah. and eggs... Yeah, <laughs> you got to balance it out. You get a little dairy like, in there. For me, it's a tier three. Like, I'm not Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, I don't really... <laughs> you don't need to be regular. Activity. I don't need it to be regular. That yeah. being said, there are some good yogurts out there, and I do enjoy yogurt occasionally, but I'm not saying... I'm as not a give snack, them a like, mm-hmm. but not as a breakfast. It's yes. true. It's a very yes. good snack, but... Yes. Mm, okay. I like your logic. Trix yogurt? Amazing. Although, I will sometimes... So good. If, uh, if I get yogurt and granola... That is a happy day. That's like a, basically a Unless make, you a get like blueberries in there. Well, no, it's still good. No, the blueberries, blueberries throw it so off. Good. 
Yeah, yeah it's not it's good. be strawberries or raspberries. See, I would get like the McDonald's breakfast. I'd get like a sandwich and a hash brown, and then I'd get the parfait, mm-hmm. and I'd just set this set the parfait on my desk at work and eat it like two hours later. It, what what if it ferments? Oh wait, because it because no, the, well, the berries and <laughs> no refrigeration necessary. And the McDonald's one, the berries are always frozen. <laughs> like they would always be frozen, so I'd have to let them thaw. Hmm. Okay, let's go with cinnamon rolls. In Sweden, it is called <laughs> knubul. Thank you so much. In Denmark, it is known as kanselsnegel. <laughs> in Norway, it is known as skillingbolor, knabolor, and kanelsur. And in Finland, it is known as korvapuski. <laughs> korvapuski. I don't know what I like more. Kanselsnegel. Pusti. Pusti. Kornasnuki. Kornasbuki. So you take a These roll, you take, you take some dough, you lay it out, you put some butter on there, you put some cinnamon sugar down, you roll it up, you slice it into pieces, you put it on the pan and you bake it. Do you actually bake cinnamon rolls? Have you made a cinnamon roll? Yeah, my dad used to make them all the time. Oh, homemade cinnamon rolls are Mm -hmm. so good. My dad would do that all the time and homemade frosting to go on top. Cream cheese frosting? Uh, He didn't do cream cheese frosting. It was just butter and and powdered sugar. Yeah, so an icing. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. I have to ask him. Yeah. But like I said earlier, I don't like cream cheese, so I'd prefer mine with like an icing. Yeah. Or like heavy on the cinnamon, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Swedes actually use pearl sugar on top of it. They don't put icing like we do here in, in North America. And in uh, the American Midwest, especially Kansas, cinnamon rolls may be dipped or smothered in chili. What? No. no I mm. would try it. I would try it. Hmm. We'd all try it. I like cinnamon rolls a lot, but just anytime I'm like, oh, I should grab that cinnamon roll, oh, my hand will be covered in sticky sugar all day. It's all over your fingers, and then you find it in your mustache later on. It's just like, oh, hello, icing. Welcome to the party. Oh, no. (laughs) It's a party again. So yummy. This is a high tier two for me, though. I couldn't put it in tier one. I enjoy them, but because they're kind of hard to eat and you have to clean up after, especially preparation to actually make them if you ever do, Mm -hmm. it's a high tier two. I would agree. It's a, it's a high tier two. I hated to bump this one down, but but it it got knocked down because it's a sweet one, and I'm like, too much sweet in the morning? It's hard for me. Same logic for me as a tier two. As a breakfast item on its own, I don't really love it, but I actually like them for dessert more than I like yeah. them for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. And I like them like well, yeah, yeah. well homemade. <laughs> um, shout out to Shelly Davies at Centerpoint Legacy Theater who makes the world's best cinnamon roll. Mm. But then there's some like, death. we'll see. From the can, they're kind of gross. But Like uh, Pillsbury, you don't really enjoy yeah. it? Not, not as much. I like the Pillsbury orange rolls. Those are quite good. But Cinnabon at the Maverick, boys. That's my jam. Just mm. not for breakfast. The smell of Cinnabon is so good. It is so good. By the way, we hope you're playing at home uh, on these tiers as we go through them. and We'll hear about it for sure. Ask about them. Yeah. Up next, German pancakes. Mm, it's a German it's a pancakes. German pancakes. But they are not always known as German pancakes. Sometimes they are known as Dutch baby pancakes. Oh, yeah. Or Fampuchken. Or Bismarck. <laughs> or Dutch puff. This is going to be a long bit. <laughs> so not actually German, by the way. In fact, a lot of no. these monikers, not from the country that they say no. they are. And They're I, usually American. No, I'm, I'm betting there's there's like other countries out there where like, it's an American pie because it has like, you know, bacon on it, but it's not at all like what we do. Exactly. It's actually more called the Dutch baby around the world, but it, yeah, it was I, actually I knew it as Dutch from baby. Pennsylvania Dutch. I so just it originated hate, I don't like when they call it a Dutch baby because then they say things like, a Dutch baby is always baked in the oven. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Hansel and Gretel? What? <laughs> But so, yeah, this one, if people don't know, like I, I was raised with German pancakes being me as made well. My home. mom made these. I wasn't. What topping did you have? We would usually do powdered sugar or maple syrup. And those, I love so maple syrup. So you do syrup. syrup. Oh, I love maple syrup on these warm, buttery Al- German pancakes. Applesauce and powdered oh, sugar. 
That sounds good. Are no. you Amish? No, I'm not Jake. Come on. <laughs> uh, but applesauce, I think syrup would be good, but honestly, applesauce worked great. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Incredibly easy to make as well. Yeah. I'm giving this a definite tier one. I love German pancakes and I make these often for my kids and they love them as well. Yeah, it's a tier two for me, but once again, what a high tier two because there's lots of great... Because you put applesauce on them. Try maple syrup or powdered sugar or even like berries. Berries would be good too. Yeah. You should oh, try yeah. applesauce. But I'll try applesauce, although I, think, I don't like applesauce that much. Really? It's a texture thing. Okay. Yeah, Taste is fine, but I like my apple. Just do apple pie crisp. filling. Yeah. You know how weird I am with it, with fruit. Yes, yes, you are. I would give it a tier three, but only because of a lack of familiarity. Tier? I really didn't... Three? I didn't have my first one until we I was like 22. Camp, next time we do our bacon cell sleepover, he's got to come have some German pancakes. Yes. <laughs> cool. Zach have Kate. a Dutch baby with us at our sleepover. <laughs> it's Zach Hates Dutch Babies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> next up, we have something that you might even call overrated omelets. Uh, why would you call them overrated? <laughs> do you know who you're talking to Excuse right now? Excuse me? That's a shout out to our overrated show. Yes, yeah, you indeed. guys both already bashed on omelets enough. So I do you know, know what I feel like in the morning? Green peppers? No, yes. no, no. Hold on. Onions. No, hold on. Yes. Mushrooms. Yes. Uh, inside of the mushy pocket of an inside egg. Inside. If it's a mushy pocket, smoothest, you're not cooking it's it. It's right. got a smooth texture of like a kidney. Like it is like a weird sort of like, could you make an egg any smoother? It grosses me right it's out. So good. No. Uh, by the way, this uh, is a French dish uh, coming from the word amelette, which means knife. I've seen egg. that movie. Yeah. Amelette. Amelette. <laughs> this is one where, by the way, the world's largest omelet. <laughs> hold on. No one cares, Joel. 14,000 pounds. <laughs> And was made in Portugal. How many eggs would that be? How many Holy Dutch babies were in that fi- omelet? 55 <laughs> people, six hours to cook this omelet, 145,000 eggs, 880 pounds of oil, and 220 pounds of butter. Half I just, I just don't care for an egg as a wrap. It feels like something Taco Bell made kidding me? in ancient times. They're you, like, you can put anything <laughs> you want. Here's you put spinach and feta in between there and tomatoes. It's so good. It's not, though. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is tier one with a capital T. Tier I three. Love 100% tier three. This is the tier three is tier three how, I have. Wait, I don't understand how you guys can, can get love on scrambled eggs and then hate on an omelet. I it's don't love different. scrambled eggs. I know. It's different. you can it's put whatever thing. you want inside Scrambled eggs it. do actually have a texture in Omelets it. are what you make of them. Your dreams are not big enough, gentlemen. <laughs> no. Omelets are <laughs> not good. Wrap it up. Make it smooth. I love Throw like some mushrooms spinach, in there. Spinach cheese. Like if you put some feta and tomatoes and spinach in there, it's delicious. Salsas in there is delicious. Chili even in there is delicious. It's wasted space on a diner menu. That's no. what it is. No, yeah. no. I, I, it's overpriced on a diner menu. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Take all of those ingredients and rather than doing the weird flip over thing, just mix them in and it's it's better. No. I swear. It is better, it's actually. Like, it's That's like a, a good Subway point. sandwich. You want just the, the toppings mixed in the bread? That's no, disgusting. Gross. You like put a crust it's on like your a burrito that's all chopped up. What do you want? Nachos? This is gross. <laughs> nachos are delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> so I, this is one of the reasons I, I, I have issues ordering breakfast at almost any diner because I always look at it and go, I could make this and I could make it for so much cheaper. Omelets in particular, I look at those and I'm like, yes, you've cubed some ham. Bravo. Don't charge me $8 for, for a And call it a omelet. cowboy omelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, omelet's so bad right now. I made, like I said, I made an omelet this morning and it was delicious and I love omelets. Tier one. That's I'd be tier happy. three. I'd be happy if I never had an omelet ever again. Same. Okay, let's let's change gears a bit and go with corned beef hash. Tier one. <laughs> You're just starting off with a tier one like that, huh? This okay. So so I, what is in corned beef hash? Yes, I, I should bring that back. Uh, by the way, <laughs> it's uh, chopped yeah, up. Before getting so excited, wow! It's chopped up meat, corned beef usually. Yeah, uh, potatoes and onions, onions. all fried together. Yeah. Uh, I do actually enjoy the canned variety, which became popular in World uh, War II, the Second World War, because... It's actually the same cans, the same exact cans they had they in do. World they War II. They do. They haven't made anyone new since then. Right. And it's like I tell people, it looks like dog food. It smells like dog food, mm. but it tastes amazing. This is, gentlemen, 
my breakfast of choice at many a Father's Day and birthday. This is what I choose. is corned beef hash, eggs, orange juice. There's a place in Vegas called Hash House, mm. and their corned beef hash is amazing. Let's go there. You will love it. But guess what you have to do to corned beef hash to make it delicious? Pay for it? <laughs> no, free is better. Ah. Add a fried egg to the top. Yes, Chop yes, it up. absolutely. No, Get okay, the sauce so the, in there. The breakfast party yes. uh, in the morning. Usually the yolk goes into the hash, uh, corned beef hash, and I'd love it. I love it. I, I love this like, dish. I feel like your breakfast party does crazy things to your stomach later in the day. Uh, I'm not the one that digestive issues, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you ate Touché. more corned beef hash. Touche. By the way, Nash, uh, September 27th, one of my daughter's birthdays, is National Corned Beef Hash Day, and you better believe... I'm going to get it for her for her birthday. Do you now. feel like you'll die from an overdose of sodium anytime you eat corned beef hash? It is not the healthiest meal in it the is world. Not. I, mm. I, when I eat this, I'm not walking around being like, I feel so great, but I'm like, I'm happy. <laughs> I need some water. I need a nap and I'm happy. <laughs> right after breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zach? What, do you give it? what did you give it, Kent? It's a tier one. It's a tier one. Yeah. Um, I gave it a tier two. Okay. But it was a it was one of those it got bumped situations. I yeah. really love it. The way you describe it made me realize we totally messed up on this. We didn't include spam. You described corned not, beef the way I described Hawaiians. spam. Oh, spam. Stop. They love, they love spam for breakfast in Hawaii. I've never I, understood it. I am part Hawaiian. You I are? love spam. Where's Wait, the spam? We're learning so much about you yeah, on this one. I'm a quarter Hawaiian. I love spam. All right, but that'll be on our spam yes. pecan bit. Um, yeah, pecan bit. Yeah, let's yeah. downgrade that. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's shift a little bit to grits. Kiss my grits. Grits. Grits, actually, I started learning about uh, because of my cousin Vinny. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. So then I went to a restaurant and I ordered it. And it is, Kent. Well, in Wikipedia, they describe it as a wet meal made from boiled corn meal. Sounds delicious, right? Usually served with copious amounts of butter. There you go. And the word grits is derived from the old English word grit, (laughs) meaning coarse meal. Sounds delicious once again. Uh, State law in South Carolina requires grits to be and rice meal to be enriched. So they have to enrich their grits because so many people eat them and they want them to be somewhat nutritious. It's basically butter oatmeal. It kind of go is. On. That's it. It kind of no, is. It's like a savory on. No oatmeal. one should go on Although from you there. can have sweet grits as well. Most people like will put butter in it and salt. Right. Three quarters of grits sold in the U.S. are bought in the South in an area stretching from lower Texas to Washington, D.C. that is sometimes called the grits belt. That's where grits are primarily. Is it because you eat so much grits that you have to get your own grits belt? To <laughs> the fit? state of Georgia has declared grits to be its official prepared food in 2002. That's disappointing for them. Yeah. But it's, that's the thing. That's their official. Look, look, I'm not from the South. I wasn't raised with it. I'm sure it's an acquired taste, but butter oatmeal is a tier three. Most of the grits I've had, and I've, I've had it a couple of times when I've ordered it, like, you know, Cracker Barrel or something like that, where I'm like, they, they, they might You've be You've eaten it at the Cracker Barrel? Of course I have. That's so cute. They have good breakfast. It, it's fine, but it's a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I have a vlog buy coming some furniture? Out. Oh, turn your nose up at that, mister. I've eaten everything at Taco Bell. <laughs> we <laughs> breakfast and everything there. That's true. I have a vlog coming out on my YouTube page about eating at Cracker Barrel. Pretty excited. What's your channel? Zachary Western. Go look it up. There we go. I gave this one a tier three, though. Yeah. Uh, because most of the times I've been mildly impressed or unimpressed. It's a weird side. When you could get anything else, why get grits? It's it's a fun thing to try because I'm like, oh, people really like this, but I've never been like, wow, grits. I really want those, but they're fine. It's yeah. like it's like a malto it's like malto meal with butter mm. in it. Shame on you right now. Malto meal is delicious. Ew. Grits are tier two for me. Tier I two? think they're that buttery high. goodness. Oh, okay. Tier two. It's like mashed potatoes. Yeah. If mashed potatoes had like like grit in it. <laughs> Sand in it. <laughs> if it had actual grits. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will give a tip out as well. If you're having problems with ants, um, sprinkle instant grits over the uh, area with the ants. They'll bring the food back to the to the main hub hive, and as they go to eat it, they will expand and blow up. This sounds like Hold this on. sounds like a plan made by Southern ants. Mm-hmm. 
We hate grits. It's poor you put, us. You put grits out. We hate it. Oh, oh no, no. Oh no. Get those grits away from it's us. It's killing us. Our queen, Tell Bob, this place is giving us grits. Hey, <laughs> Queenie, we got more grits. Right. Dress up. <laughs> dress up as different ants so they don't think it's us. He died. But consider this. No, no. I'm a different ant. I have a hat. <laughs> Can we beat this dead horse any further? <laughs> or dead ants? But think of it, though. They eat the grits and blow up. It's so hilarious. That okay. sounds like the seagull thing. Here's the thing. Why are we eating this? Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I think you sprinkle cinnamon on, on the ground and the ants won't come by. I've heard that. I'm telling you. Try it. <laughs> Once again, sounds made up. Cinnamon and grits. We'll try both and we'll see. Because I have ants <laughs> in my house. Okay. Uh, tell me about English muffins. English muffins, mm-hmm. so, which, by the way, in England are simply called <laughs> muffins. They actually have, they don't have English muffins there. They have crumpets or scones. I love how every single time Joe will do the corresponding accent. <laughs> <laughs> Not every time, but it just keeps happening. Uh, the references to English muffins first appeared in the U.S. in 1859. And Samuel Bath Thomas is the one who's credited with kind of bringing it to the U.S. from England. And then, like Thomas muffins, Thomas English muffins became like one of the household brands of right. people. So if you it know. is the driest of breads in the morning, and it's basically surrounded by cornmeal slash sawdust. Basically, yeah. yeah. That said, when you cut it open, and if it's fresh, yes. it has to be fresh. You put some butter on there, and it seeps through the pores. Oh, I was at McDonald's once, mm-hmm. and they had the video of just like it was like this recurring video on one of the menu screens of like That's a piece dangerous. of butter just time lapse melting on a on Stop a hot that. English muffin. And it's I was inappropriate like, nearly. Hello, I wanted it so bad. But you oh, put some hello. nice apricot jam in there, mm-hmm. or any sort of delicious jam. It has to be fresh, and if it's not fresh, it's tier three. But if it is tier two. This one got bumped down to a tier three for oh, me. Oh, ouch. Wow. After that description from McDonald's? I know, but this thing is like, this This is like, this is the stuff you put like breakfast sandwiches on. It's a great compliment to it. This is the stuff you use for Eggs Benedict. This is the stuff that you put like delicious toast and or butter and jam on, and it's a very good, hearty But on breakfast. its own, you would never eat this for breakfast on its own. It just got bumped down because I was like, I like this with other things, yeah. but mm-hmm. it kept getting bumped down. This is one I felt so bad putting in tier three because I do like English muffins, but... It's a tier three. Uh, it's a tier two for me. I really do like them. Have you ever had a funky tasting one? Yeah. Every once yeah. in a while, they can yes. they can be weird. Especially when they get stale. Yeah. yeah. They get they get kind of sour, but not in a good way. By the way, if you are playing along, please hold yourself to 10, 10, 10 tier ones, 10 tier twos, and 10 tier threes. It makes things more difficult. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't just give tier one to everything. Who are you, Joel? We've had a lot of good breakfast items. Let's return to something you have discussed on the show before. Cereal. Did we talk about that? A few times. Have we talked about that on the show? Did we talk about that on episode 140, Serial Podcast, on January 28th, and then episode 172, Honey Nut Cheerios, in September 2018? <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> cereal is delicious. Some cereal is not. But the variety is astounding. Yes. There is a cereal for everyone. The first cold breakfast cereal, Granula, was in 1863, and it basically was described as a larger, tougher version of Grape Nuts. That you Ugh. had to soak overnight to no, eat. No, Grape nuts are the same today, too. <laughs> <laughs> so this for me, and I think of any breakfast item we've mentioned, this is probably the easiest thing to eat and clean up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is a go-to breakfast. Right? Staple. There shouldn't be any crumbs or anything. You just kind of pour the milk, maybe spill some milk, but that's it. Oh, my you gosh. Just, Every morning when I come downstairs, my, my dozen oh, kids isn't that, yeah. spilled the milk everywhere. And I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah. How did you get milk on the ceiling? Right. Because well, obviously you pour your milk first and then the cereal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, no. That's Apparently just, that's a that's debate on the internet. No. But if you go to a breakfast buffet or a diner, are you ever ordering cereal? No. MTC. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And there's a lot of cereal. Still a tier one, but I would never order it 
at some place, but because you're at home and it, the ease of use is so great, it's it, a tier one. And it had to get down and bump down to a tier two for me. Are you? We did two I'll, shows on this one. I'll prefer a hot breakfast to cereal almost any time. And like I said, that you you said it yourself. There is a range of very good cereals, a bunch of kind of mediocre ones, and a few terrible ones. And so it kind of just landed out in the middle there, where I kept being like, I like this more than cereal. If what's I, your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal. Yes. Oh, geez. That's hard. I really like Golden Grahams. That's the first one came out is Golden Grahams. So you have Golden Grahams or an omelet? Omelet. Really? Yes. Mm. Golden Grahams And that's what I did. With with this exercise, what I had to do is I had to put them next to each other on the table for breakfast and say, which one did I want? And cereal kept getting bumped down. But you have to like make the omelet and then clean up too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Social distance boop for, for Joel. I'm also tier two on this. Because there's so like breakfast is so delicious and cereal just always feels like the I don't want to make anything I'll make cereal. Luckily, it's delicious. Cereal is the oh, set, hey, it's, cereal is the settling for someone on a date. Cereal is like I bachelor staple right here. It's like and I think learn to cook. Kids. <laughs> I'll make German pancakes. Learn to make an meal. omelet. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm in bachelor mode right now. I'm like I gotta avoid the cereal at all costs. Embrace it. No, I can't. No, totally I love cereal. It. In fact, we're doing a thing right now. My wife doesn't like a lot of sugary cereals in the mm-hmm. house. But we were doing this thing during the pandemic where it's like, I'll buy the sugary cereals and then I'll put it on the table in the morning. And it has a note on it that says, if your room is clean, you can have this. Otherwise, you have to have the other crappy cereals. <laughs> and uh, yeah, kids have yeah. had really clean rooms for a while now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe because they're so hyper. All right. We've talked cereal to death. What have we got next? Quiche. Quiche, which I love spelling it. Q-U-I-C-H-E. I, I did not have quiche until I went to Australia and someone made it. And I was like, what's this? And they're like, it's kind of like egg pie. Yeah. That's a great way to say it. After after gagging a little bit, because it had a lot of veggies in this one. It's basically like someone chewed up. Someone had a breakfast party, Joel. Okay. You had a breakfast party. You ate an omelet, and then you went like this. Oh, is that a pie tin? And you spit (laughs) it there. Gross. And then it formed into this. This is a fancy. This is a nice breakfast. But it looks like this goulash of just... It's Remainder a, ABC. It's a it's a breakfast. pastry crust filled with savory uh, pieces of cheese, meat, seafood, vegetables, whatever you want to put in the pre-chewed for you. And then it's it's basically scrambled. It's exactly what you guys are saying: scrambled eggs with everything mixed into it in a pie. No, in I've a never. Crust. I've never had quiche that I've been like, I need to have that again. I don't. I don't you care for it. You're tier three. It's a tier three. No. Yeah. That is disgusting. It is. You're right. That is disgusting. No. Quiche is disgusting. The first word of the first use of uh, of quiche in French was in 1805. The first English usage was in 1925. I think someone used it as an insult to call somebody. No. You quiche. Now, <laughs> I will say this, though. This was one of the few egg ones that got bumped down a little bit. Thankfully. Stop. I love quiche. Playing favorites. Yeah. But it always is kind of a gamble where you're like, oh, I've eaten this. Oh, there's like a whole raw onion in here. And yeah, so but I, what ended up in the quiche? Yeah, what ended up in the quiche? And I've had it like at weddings and le- wedding breakfasts and stuff like that. And it's always very fancy and very nice, very hoity-toity. I had to give this one a tier two only because it kept getting bumped down. Where I was like, and quiche. quiche. I don't know what's in the quiche. Fingernails, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gross. Tier one. Oh, for, what? For exactly what you said, Joel. Like I, I like scrambled eggs, but I want them with stuff in it. Quiche is scrambled eggs with stuff in it, plus pastry. It's delicious. Yeah. Can you know what you should do on your next date? Get, quiche. get a little quiche. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> On your deep. You want the quiche? <laughs> yeah. I get it now. <laughs> All right. Tell me about biscuits and gravy. Mm, biscuits and gravy. Really? I just learned how to cook this one fairly recently. Because like you really like biscuits and gravy. Okay. One of my go-to, like if I'm at a breakfast buffet, one of my go-tos is biscuits and gravy. I never understood that. Side. 
I don't know why either, because this was actually made. It, it emerged as a, as a dish because during the Re- American Revolutionary War, because foodstuffs were in short supply, so they had to make do. And so they're like, okay, hey, we'll take these bits of sausage, put it some, cook them in some flour, which that's the trick, by the way. You have yeah. to cook the flour. Otherwise, when you put in the milk, it just, or the cream, it just turns into flour mush. But if you actually cook the flour, it absorbs the flavor and then it becomes delicious. So you never made this in home ec when they're like, let's come up with like the biggest mishmash of what shouldn't deserve to exist. Mm. And they make that white sausage gravy. I love it. And they get the driest bread possible. This feels more like dinner than it does breakfast. So good. It's a tier three. No, it is not. I'll never get this. This is tier oh, one. I want that weird salty white gravy with so sausage bits good. in it. I want the delicious chunks of sausage cooked in the flavoring. Chunks is white a very appropriate word. Over these delicious buttery biscuits that are flaky and moist. It's amazing. See, I prefer sweet compared to this, and this is way too savory and salty. Kent, it's a tier three. Yes, there oh, we are. Oh, come on. The gravy is not good. I'm I don't here, like biscuits. You that guys much. stay over there and enjoy your yogurt hey. parfaits, okay? I'm over okay, here. We're going to have our quiche party, buddy. And you know what? He gave it a tier three we're gonna have a quiche party then we'll have a we hate biscuits and gravy party <laughs> i'm gonna go to dairy queen and get their white gravy <laughs> crumble that up is not real gravy <laughs> neither is biscuits and gravy yes it is it's not real gravy it's gravy it's, it's flour. basically it's mushy gravy. flour it's flour water it's made it's by farmers that's why i call it country gravy yeah you're lucky if you have a little sausage in it not good how about oatmeal <laughs> oatmeal is so exciting i love oatmeal. oatmeal i think like the very definition is boring yeah, right. I, like, I mean, you can add fruit to it's it. Like, <laughs> most of the Wikipedia page is basically saying, "Well, oatmeal's actually the oats, and what you're eating is a porridge." Yes, that's what porridge is. It's it's, an, it's a hot when oats something in porridge is when something oats. has a definition of also known as gruel. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, does. <laughs> it says that. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Like Oliver Twist wanted gruel because he was so hungry. Yeah, and even then he was probably disappointed. Now this Dave is gruel? one of the this is one of the few breakfasts that I can actually lower the risk of heart disease. Oh, gross. If you eat this. Oh, Give me sugar cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I gave this one a tier three. It's all the way tier three. But it's because I even like some oatmeals, but I have to be reminded that I like oatmeal. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't like oatmeal. Don't think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not too like bad. Like Quaker oats, like peaches and cream or something mm, like I'm that. I'm not a peaches person, but I, oh, I'll yeah. put like a maple and brown sugar. Right. Uh, I like that a lot. Or fruit, like a berries and strawberries or jam or something like that. It's something that I think it's I wanted to instill in my ribs. children. Like yeah. before they ate a lot of cereal, I'm like, oatmeal. My wife is wonderful because she have she has instilled a love for oatmeal in my children. Yes, and I, I it's healthy and I'm glad. Here's some them. gruel, kids. Be happy. I'm giving this a tier one. What? what? I love oatmeal. Oatmeal. I had oatmeal as much as I had cereal as a kid. We had like the Quaker instant stuff with all the there was there was like no the blueberries and person. cream, peaches and cream. There right. was the, the little cinnamon, brown packs. Yeah, the cinnamon roll ones, the maple brown sugar, yeah, apple cinnamon. My, my kids love the dinosaur egg ones where it's like you have the little dinosaur yeah, eggs are brown sugar, then they melt. But can you do plain oatmeal? I have had just plain oatmeal and it's I think it's solid. Granted, I do prefer it with a little cinnamon, but I No, I'm telling you, Kent, if I were starving, it would be fine. If you were starving, yeah. you'd eat anything on this list. I think it's yeah, probably uh, maybe it's that nostalgia, but I love oatmeal. You liked grits, too. So I do. OK. Yeah. Uh, Zach l- likes mush. I do. Mushy things. I'm kind of a mushy guy. I mean, oh, you know. um, hey, speaking of pretty plain, pretty boring, maybe uh, toast. What do you think about toast? <laughs> I love how it's just toast. Toast. Now, toast can be divided into many categories, and I think to its strength. But you have to divide it at a diagonal. Oh, <laughs> I like what you did there. Because toast with butter is a great side because what can you do with that? Anything. You put your scrambled egg on Just it, for example. Just butter. Ah, that's where I'm going, though. Okay. That's good as a side. But I prefer butter and cinnamon sugar. That's Ooh. good. Cinnamon toast mm-hmm. is 
amazing. See, I like I like a butter, I like jam, and I like peanut butter and jam on toast for the it, for breakfast. Yeah, if you put peanut if you put peanut butter on the hot toast, it like does this nice little melty thing. It tastes so good. And honey, uh, peanut butter and honey's on there is good too. Okay, mm. uh, wow, for breakfast though, peanut mm. butter. Well, see, oh yeah, I've done the uh, I've done peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in a panini press. So oh, I'm guessing okay. it's a similar idea. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll try that out. Well, that's just it. It's a, it's a very like peanut butter on toast in the morning is very stick to your ribs kind of breakfast. Right. Like yeah. it's your protein and you get uh, nice carbs. For me, I use it as like an edible plate. I mean, yeah, I'm too. like, oh, bacon got on there. That's crazy. Oh, some eggs got on there. Yeah, so I'll do like, a breakfast sandwich. And then, yeah, 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 I'll do like the fried eggs and then I'll put them on toast. But gentlemen, scientific studies have shown that toast may contain carcinogens caused by the browning process, otherwise known as a Maillard rea- reaction. Blah, 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 blah. Sounds delicious. And that can cause cancer. So be careful. Don't burn your toast. Well, who burns their toast? People that don't know how to use toasters. toasters why, why is there even like a 10 on a toaster setting? <laughs> like, I'm like a 1-2 level kind for of For people thing that here. want it faster, but they're just like, okay, it's done. No, that, there's no. no difference between... like some. So many toasters are like, you can either have it bread or burned. Nowhere in between. So it's like a shower. That's you just true. kind of turn and you're like, Which, and it's too hot. Actually, if you have stale bread, it still can toast and taste just fine. So this was on Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth, so it must be true <laughs> yeah it sounds like you don't quite believe that the first this listen the first known use of toast as a metaphorical term for you're dead was in the film ghostbusters 1984 this chick is toast before they go what burn that's what it said no that's what I, wikipedia says well truth said it that's are we sure this is wikipedia.com.org i don't know. i'm not sure i had to give this one a tier three though three it's the same reason as mm. the English muffin where I'm like, I hated putting it down there because I do love it, but it kept getting bumped down because I'm like, these other things, I'll eat more and choose more, whereas this is a vehicle well, for other it's things. It's a vehicle, and that's why I give yeah. it a tier two mm. because it's a perfect vehicle for other food. Yeah. And you can go savory, you can go sweet. It actually is really Great. good, and I don't like putting it this low. Yeah. I don't like, I, like I said, I want a 27 tier jam on there. Oh, mm. so good. In the context of breakfast, I think, yeah, you're right, it's a vehicle, but I, have you ever had toast just like as a snack with like maybe some jam and butter forward. and jam? Oh, butter and jam, yeah. yeah. I, I think but just like toasting and then just eating the bread. No, just like some butter and jam, like some homemade apricot oh, yeah, yeah, jam yeah, or yeah, something like that. Stuff. Very good. However, you know, tier two. It yes. is more of a, a structure. Yeah. It's like the celery it's and an peanut edible butter plate. thing. It's oh, just exactly. a way of getting no, no. peanut butter into your mouth. Celery's terrible. That's why you put peanut butter. Save for a vegetable show. No. <laughs> okay. How about pancakes? Pancakes. Uh, pancakes. A pancake. Why do I have a, a Spanish accent? How do you say this in Latin? Pancakes. In Latin, uh, alita tosilla. The ancient, a tosilla. The ancient Greeks uh, made pancakes called teganites. Teganites. That does not sound very good. No. It's basically milk, flour, eggs, some spices as well. Like it is one of the most basic breakfast staples. You say that an archaeological evidence suggests that pancakes were probably the earliest and most widespread cereal food eaten in prehistoric societies. Pancakes have been around for a long, long time, and they've only gotten better. Have they gotten better, or is it the same exact I recipe? Like, well, no, but like back then they were using basically oatmeal and water and then cooking that up on a, on a pan. But now we get like, you know, the nice leavening in there, the fluffy pancakes. And then you can mix things in it like blueberries or strawberries or mm-hmm. bananas or chocolate chips or cream cheese chunks. Anything you want, you can make these pancakes amazing. Oh, man. Guys, what's a hot cake? It is a small pancake that is less fluffy. Okay. Right? I, I don't know. I know they're, they're just selling. They're selling like crazy, apparently. But I don't oh, know what a hot yeah. cake Stop is. It. They got hot, right well, now. pancakes are also called hot cakes, griddle cakes, flapjacks, silver dollar pancakes are like the little ones, are like the size of a silver dollar, basically. You get a uh, bunch breakfast of sponges. That's why I know the mess. Yeah, because that's basically what a pancake is. Sounds awful. The largest pancake was made in Manchester in 1994. <laughs> it was 
49 feet in di- diameter and weighed over 6,000 pounds. That was a soggy experience. It's very, yeah, very hard soggy. to flip those. And that's really the worst thing about pancakes is, granted, getting a stack of four pancakes looks so luxurious, right? But then sometimes the syrup displacement is, is all wrong, you right? You lift it up and dump a little on each layer. And that's what you have to do. You have to touch the pancakes before you, you actually go in there. You have to have a system so the syrup, the top gets as much as the or bottom. Or you, you, you stab a fork through a Generally, it becomes a mashed potato where there's just a pit in the middle of butter. Mm. And then, no, no, stop it. Butter and it syrup becomes, I would totally it die. Soggy. I would dive into a butter syrup pit. <laughs> this is something you have to eat. <laughs> yes, you would. This is something you have to eat immediately. This is the quickest to soggy ratio. Mm-hmm. But it's pancake soggy, so it's good. This isn't no, like is like cereal not. soggy. Mm-hmm. This it, is like pancake soggy. It's also, good soggy. Same with French toast. I've had some terrible pancakes because you can undercook them and it becomes like too yeasty. You can overcook them. And it's basically like brown flapjacks. I beat up on them. They're still tier one. Thank you, because they are a tier one. These barely, are delicious. Barely tier one. These are delicious. I love pancakes, and they go great as a, as a, but hold on. As, a as a sweet side to anything savory else. They're sweet because of what's added to them, because sometimes they are very tasteless. Oh, but when you get the right ones, like you know that. The right you, syrup, you, you mean? Get, no, no. I mean, when, remember when you get the pancakes and they have like the vanilla or malt so taste to them? It's so, I was so won good. over by pancakes at Moore's, not a sponsor of the show. Oh, yeah, we went there for lunch. And I got pancakes, and I'm like, these are amazing. Yeah. They won me over. Like a little bit of vanilla goes a long way in pancakes, I found. Yes. Quite good. But barely tier one. At Penny Ann's Cafe, they have Heavenly Hot Cakes. Those are amazing. I would give them a tier one. But overall, uh, these actually got bumped to tier three on my list. Oh, oh yeah. Citing the okay, texture thing. oatmeal boy. Texture. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> no, whoa, whoa. You cannot say, oh, it's a texture thing. I love lumpy oatmeal. They just get so, it's, it's just soggy. Mm, it's no, at the good. end there, what it's basically like a syrup sponge. I and and once that. again, it, it goes, it's the, the sweet over the savory. I don't like to eat eggs and bacon and potatoes and then have sweet bread. I don't know. Yeah. Not, no, that is sometimes like the best it is breakfast. too much. You yeah. described a perfect breakfast. No, I, by the time I eat the meal and it like comes with a side of pancakes, I don't even fit. I maybe have two bites. No, I don't I like love the pancakes. I love them. Yeah, they're, they're really good, but they're not the best. Mm, I love when I go to IHOP and not when I go to IHOP that often, but I love that they have the variety of syrups. So I can put like the butter pecan on there and I can put the blueberry and I can put the strawberry like this is bite, an event for you. Each bite is a different syrup. Everyone's invited to my breakfast party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up, we have hash browns. I've mentioned them many times and I'm just going to say right out front. I love them and they're tier one. You mentioned that you went to McDonald's and got hash browns. I like the little Now, when you say hash, hash browns, browns do, you, do you prefer like the, the, like the, the stick, for lack of a better word, or do you like the, like the loose? My favorite is the shredded. Shredded ones. Yeah. Like the, pile of, the pile of hash browns. I love them. Once but, again, hash meaning chopped or, or uh, shredded. But yeah. still, they can be way too salted. They become like sodium cakes in we a just way. Just don't make them poorly. No, I do, that's I do, true. I do, but I sometimes like you get them at a diner and you're like, okay. That's true. No, and that's just the thing about this. Like my dad, once again, my dad uh, makes delicious breakfast foods, and he made he makes hash browns that I absolutely enjoy. We get them on Christmas morning, uh, general conference mornings, a lot of times. They're not too like crunchy. Uh, no, he makes them just right. He puts okay. some seasoning salt in there. They get nice and browned, and then they're soft on the inside. Because that's the problem. Whenever I make them, I still get the crunchy potatoes, and I'm yeah. not. I have not perfected this yet. Mm, I like that. And when I go to a restaurant, almost always at a restaurant, I am disappointed by the hash browns. Yeah, they're like too overcooked. Yeah, or, also, or undercooked. Would you ever? Get hash browns on their own. By the bowl. Could you really? My dad's, love yes. Them. I love them. You just eat hash browns on their own. Yes. That I, seems and I have. insane to me. But that's the thing. It's like fries. This is basically breakfast fries. 
Eh. That's what it is. It's fried potatoes. You don't like shoestring fries, so how could you like? Well, I don't like shoestring fries. Uh, haven't you hated on a shoestring fries well, before? I think, I think they're kind of ridiculous when they're like Freddy's and they're deep fried toothpicks. But that's exactly what these are. But these I still are, that, but microscopic. But those are a little more like those have. I don't know. It's different, Kent. It's okay. different but because it's like in a layer and cooked. It really. Yeah, and small. I do put I do put ketchup on my hash browns too, which usually, especially in those like right. hotel. It's buffet, a dangerous game you're playing. You kind of have to in that circumstance. or salsa or something because they are a lot less taste. So I had to give this a tier two. Mm-hmm. But it's again because the consistency wasn't there. Where I love some hash browns, and I do like the the, the stick ones, the bar ones as well. I like dipping those; uh, like they're good. But this is like a tier two for me because it's like Spanish rice when I get Mexican food. Because like I won't purposely eat it, but like oh hey, there's some beans in there, or part of my quesadilla is in there, <laughs> and then I'll eat it. But yeah, it's a tier two, not gross, but I'll never eat it on its own. I also love the little discs you get at like Chick Fil A, or I don't. I, is this really a breakfast item? Donuts. Are they really breakfast? I'll tell you why. It's because every single service project you've ever gone to, yeah. you're like sitting Company there early breakfast. morning painting a fence and they're like, we got breakfast and it's donuts, chocolate milk, orange juice. That sounds amazing. That is a balanced breakfast for this generation. That's why our generation has diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. How do you guys spell donuts? I spell it the right way. Hold with, on. With the U-G-H. What's the right way? D-O-U-G-H and U-N-T-S. Okay. Ding. No, no, ding's bad. You don't ding when you But why right. is it D-O-N-U-T-S now? It seems like the general term is D-O-N-U-T-S. Well, like drive through just has a U now for some reason. Yeah, that's what we become. Yeah. Oh, it's I because do. we eat donuts and chocolate milk and orange juice. So over 10 billion donuts are made in the U.S. each year. And in French, these are called pétenon. Ooh. And that translates to nuns farts. No, it does not. Non. From Wikipedia, their source of all knowledge and truth. Nuns farts. That is not true. Also, it was Captain Hansen Gregory who claimed to have invented the actual donut hole, calling it the first donut hole ever seen by mortal eyes. <laughs> was he a pirate? <laughs> He's Captain Burn, Hansen Gregory. <laughs> Listen to what he said. The first donut hole ever seen by mortal eyes. You have to say that in a pirate voice. Uh, one of the earliest origins of the modern donuts are generally chased back to the oily kick. Also known as the oily cake yep. that Schellers made and brought them to New York, once is known as New Amsterdam. That's really hipster. <laughs> Why they changed it, I can't say. The, the, and then they Washington like Irving in one. his book, A History of New York. Oh, so the, yeah, you must like this, Zach. I love it. Because New York donuts are so much better than anywhere else. Why would you eat it if you had a bagel? So, Zach, what would you give donuts? As a breakfast item, a tier three. Agreed. As a breakfast As item, a bre- at, no, shame tier three. Right now, on ma- maple bar, both. maple bar on the table, I would eat it. I would love it. But it's not for breakfast. A maple bar will fill you up. Like and you will be happy like with that. Then you'll crash. I don't like that much sugar in the morning. You oh. said you take naps after breakfast sometimes. That's it's a okay good corned beef hash nap. It's not a donut <laughs> nap. There's a, a different nap. Oh, They're honey, I had, the, I had the best omelet nap. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I will take an eclair nap any day. I think donuts are straight up tier one. It's yes, for, breakfast? for it's, breakfast. It's way too sugary, but if you have some chocolate milk, that's what I usually that's go for. That's even more sugar. Amazing. I will dip that donut in there. No, you will not. So you dip good. your donut in chocolate milk? Not generally, but it sounds really good right now. <laughs> Dip in the orange juice. See what happens. Because it's not breakfast. The variety of donuts is so great. I generally don't go for Krispy Kreme. I like grocery store donuts for some reason. I like donuts. I really do like donuts. It sounds like you don't. Just not for breakfast. Oh, man. I think on on the overrated show, I said it's an overrated breakfast. You did. Which is wrong. What about clips? Clips. Swedish pancakes. They're pretty close. They are. In fact, I was having a hard time distinguishing between the two. Crepes are thinner. 
Swedish pancakes have Can a little bit. Can you get thinner than, than crepes or Swedish pancakes? <laughs> With like a millimeter? <laughs> it's really a millimeter, honestly. It's how you kind of spread it in the pan. There that it makes it bigger and how you roll them because crepes are usually triangular. Oh. And Swedish pancakes, you put filling inside and you, you roll, roll them up. up. There are generally two types of crepes. There are sweet crepes known as crepes sucrées and savory galettes as crepes salées. Would, would you ever, like if you were ordering these, would you say, excuse me, uh, can I uh, ask how good are your crepes? Would you say it normally? Crepes. <laughs> would you say? I'd, say? I'd say crepes. I try to go with American. It's like, for example, if I go to a Greek place, I don't say gyro. I say gyro. Can I get you do not say gyro. gyro? I say gyro. It's a gyro. It's a you euro. can say gyro. No, because I sound it, it sounds pretentious when you You're say hold, it. You're holding out for a gyro. Uh, by the way, uh, crepes <laughs> are in France and Belgium. Crepes are traditionally served on Candlemas on February second, and the belief is that catching a crepe with a frying pan after tossing it in the air with your right hand while holding a coin in your that, left hand mean you're a witch? would cause you to become rich that year. No, it means you're a witch. So if you hold sure. a coin in your left hand and flip a crepe with your right hand and catch it in the pan, you're going to be rich that year. A little superstitious. What? It totally works. Yeah. <laughs> Look how rich I am with my crepes. I was raised on Swedish pancakes. That's what we called them in my home. And we would put, as filling, once again, applesauce, strawberry, raspberry jam. Mm. Dude, peach uh, pie filling. Mm. Oh, peaches. Mm. Actual peaches, not store-bought or anything. Like a whole peach? Just no, it's actually time. half a peach and you mash it up in it. Oh, yeah. And you get the juices in there too. You roll it up. Amazing. I'll make it for bacon and sell breakfast if and you guys we want. Did, we did scrambled eggs inside so them as well. It's kind of a savory thing. And it was kind of a breakfast burrito. Too many eggs, Joel. It too many so eggs. Good. Stop it. Uh, by the way, <laughs> if you're making it, it's, it's important, by the way, when you're making a crepe batter, no lumps in a crepe batter. And in fact, it's better to let it rest for a half an hour or even overnight to let the bubbles and the lumps kind of go You just got to whisk it well enough. And then let it sit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tier one. This is all the way tier one. One of my favorite things. Because it is so easy to make. This got pushed down to tier two. Two for me. And that's fine. I'm not mad. You're just wrong. Why are you stabbing me then? <laughs> With my eyes. With your creep. Uh, oh, by the way, I say creep. <laughs> I bet you I do. You would. This, this is one where I'm like, I really do enjoy Swedish pancakes or crepes. I think they're delicious and amazing, but it just wasn't enough. Like, once again, not enough substance there. It, it's all about the filling. It is. Because oh, you can eat totally seven is. of these and not feel all that guilty. And they're so good. They're so good. But I had to put it on tier two. I only eat them twice a year during a, uh, a large religious event that's broadcast on television. Kendall And I love them so much, tier one. Yes. And next up, we have, in my opinion, a little bit of a risky one. Breakfast sausage. I say that because... I think you get varying levels of sausage. Oh, yeah, no, you have, what it you does have, to you. You have to say breakfast sausage because there are definitely different types of sausage. Oh, so many. And in fact, breakfast sausage or country sausage is uh, usually fresh pork sausage uh, that is, it, it came about because the farmers basically just wanted to use as much life of their livestock as possible. And so then they would season it very much in a certain way to make it taste even better. But breakfast sausages are one of those that it, it is a roulette wheel at a hotel buffet. I will always turn down sausage when I get breakfast. I'm like, can I just get extra bacon? Because sausage makes me feel ill. I like The oil have, seeps in, whether it's hot or cold, and I can't tolerate it. I like to have a, uh, a couple slices of uh, bacon, a couple things of sausage, scrambled eggs. That is a great savory meal. Like a little variety there. Because I, I don't like uh, sausage in bulk. Like I would not right. sit down and just eat a ton of different sausage. But as a little side treat... Definitely. This is a tier two for me. A tier three. Tier three yeah, for it's breakfast tier, sausage? Tier three. I'll never I, get sausage. I also have it as a tier three because of the oh mystery meat factor. Yeah. I, when I like it, I like I love it. But I, I've had such bad sausage. I will say one of my worst hotel continental breakfast experiences was with, was with breakfast sausage. I got down there and I saw this little sausage, this you know bin, tin mm-hmm. full of sausages. I'm going to go grab a couple of those. I've been into it. 
and it basically just turned into applesauce in my mouth, <laughs> but with a sausage flavor, <clears throat> just like runny. And I was like, stop what? it. Am I going to die? Stop it. What happened? <laughs> I don't like it. I, I've had a hard time eating sausages at hotels since then. Yeah. Too, too much risk involved. Continental breakfast. Can we just say avoid them? Sleep in. Don't no, eat it. No, we get the pancakes that are going to be solid and Drive the eggs to usually McDonald's fine. and get breakfast. No, You're it's fine. free. It's included. Get a muffin. Get a muffin, some juice and some and some. It's uh, going to be all bacon, bad. And you're gonna the be orange fine. juice is warm. Everything's bad. Well, how about muffins? Next up is muffins. <laughs> muffins sounds about as boring as toast. What? <laughs> muffins are delicious. Did you know there's actually an official state muffin for every state? For no. every state? Or yeah. just for... I only saw a couple. Every state. I looked up Utah's. It's the corn muffin. Gross. Aww. Yeah. And I will only eat one muffin because sometimes they're... If you get like chocolate chip, like it sounds good, but you can't really eat the whole thing. Blueberry muffins, mm. if you make them fresh... They are fine because the blueberries kind of melt in there. But if you buy them from the store, they're really, really not good. And it's like thick blueberries, which I don't care for. But poppy seed muffins, uh, I will enjoy. According to the North American Blueberry Council, blueberry is the most popular muffin flavor in the country. So the Blueberry Council is saying the blueberry muffins are the most popular. <laughs> Just <laughs> Sounds saying. like a, some bias there. Anyway, muffins are one of those that everyone thinks they're healthy. No, they're no. not. Like, like you see donuts and you see muffins, you're like, oh, I'm going to go out to healthy muffin option. I have some facts here for you. Raised donuts have between 170 to 270 calories each. Uh, cake donuts is about 270 to 360. Large bakery muffins have from 340 to 630 calories each. Wow. We're talking almost double the amount of calories in a muffin. These are like chunky cupcakes. Than a donut. Well, that's the thing. They're just breakfast cupcakes, especially like the big Costco ones where yeah. you can get like the chocolate with chocolate chips. Like it's cake. It's yeah. just cake. It's straight up cake. Largest muffin, by the way, 323 pounds. <laughs> 320 pounds in 2015. And they that only is, ate the top. And that is just me when I'm putting pants on. <laughs> oh, I get it. I like it. <laughs> okay, so this one, I do like muffins. I love a blueberry muffin in particular. Or the, the one. Fresh blueberry muffin. I, I'm okay with the fine from Costco, too. Mm, I like nope. those ones. And then the double chocolate ones where it's like chocolate with the chocolate chips inside. It's also really good. Yep. Poppy is definitely lower for me. Really? Yeah. I'm not it's a, like a natural sweetness. It is for me, too. I prefer blueberry over. Yeah. Wow. I want to fail my drug tests. <laughs> but when you were like 16, you're like, did you know if you took a drug test tomorrow, you'd fail because there's poppy seed muffin? Isn't that cool? Uh, by the way, I give this a tier two. It's a tier three. Tier three? Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, I, it's a tier three. Corn For the same muffin. reason as the donut. It's it's not. It's just a cake. It's a healthier option. But no, it's, is not. it's not at all. <laughs> no. How about eggs Benedict? Oh, so fancy. Oh. Uh, this is made with crispy bacon, English muffin, poached eggs, and hollandaise sauce. Yeah, basically you have a, a, an open face uh, English muffin with a poached egg on top, and then you just douse it in hollandaise sauce, which is basically butter and yolk with a little bit a little of... little cheesy, too. It's got like a yeah. cheesy taste to it. Yeah. Almost like a lemony taste. It. Yeah, you eat yeah. a little lemon sauce. We're, yeah. just, we're just adding taste to it now. Yeah. It's very smoky. But I mean, when I, when I make it, it's basically I take a huge cube of butter, add some yolks in there, cook it up, and then I add some lemon in there, and then uh, some cayenne pepper. When I eat Eggs Benedict, which is so rare, it's usually at work functions, like mm -hmm. a work breakfast or something. I'm like, oh, what a treat. Would I ever order this on its own? No. You don't order this when you go to restaurants? Never. If this is on the menu at a breakfast? Because uh, you want to see like the quality. I will get this. Because quality varies on this one. When I went on, I was going to say, went on a cruise. Well, my cruises that I've been on, I, almost every time I've gone, it's like I get biscuits and gravy and Eggs Benedict. And that's my breakfast. And I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. This is probably one of the highest tier ones on here. <laughs> Wow. But do you love it? I love it. It's a tier two. Huh? It's all those things tier mixed together. Two. It's fine. 
It should be better with the bacon, but it's tier two. Poach it's eggs. not bacon. It's usually Poach ham. eggs are not my favorite. It's Canadian bacon. It's not like bacon bacon. Oh, that makes it worse. And if you had spinach, it's actually uh, eggs florentine. You're talking yourself down. No, no it's, it's tier delicious. two. Delicious. It's delicious. It's good. Tier two. For the same risks involved with uh, sausage, I've had bad hollandaise sauce. What? I, I would take pretty much anything over this. Tier three. No. Tier, tier three. three. Wow. Please. Go have your oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, I like oatmeal the grudge. way, way this, better. By the way, this apparently was invented because it was a cure for a hangover, which I thought was kind of weird, but it's so good. Eggs Benedict or corned beef hash. That's going to be my morning. Like my, my, If I have got to choose breakfast in bed. Which would nap do. would you rather take? An Eggs Benedict nap or a corned beef nap? Porquino los dos. <laughs> <laughs> what about a fruit nap? You, you, oh, like, you like those segue. Fruit, fruit naps for <laughs> breakfast? On. Are we just saying fruit? Just fruit. Well, we, we had like separated out, but then it started getting like, okay, well, cantaloupe yeah, and grape bananas. Well, like, and and like, people will do the baked grapefruit. Once thing. again, yeah. I'm going to take us to the continental breakfast and you're like, oh, hey, there's some fruit. I think that's a banana. But you know what? All that's left is honeydew and cantaloupe. <laughs> that is the greenest banana I've ever seen <laughs> and a whole bin of cantaloupe. If honeydew has been in room temperature for longer than 15 minutes, it is disgusting. Oh, if I think that's super cold, it's delicious. I but. cannot stand cantaloupe. I really like honeydew. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's like the tasteless version of cantaloupe. No, cantaloupe is basically rotting flesh. It's like your durian <laughs> fruit. Stop that oh. right now. And then, But no, cantaloupe <laughs> is like the peanuts of the trail mix and the fruit bowl. I'm so confused right now by what you just said. I because love peanuts. Like, you know, it's just like all that's left over. Yeah. Because people pick out all the strawberries and bananas and oranges they want. And totally. those left over is just the cantaloupe. And, yeah. and, and the, the blueberries. Yeah. I love blueberries. I think what brings this fruit thing down, other than what we just said, is grapefruit. Oh, grapefruit is terrible. Like my sisters used to eat grapefruit with like the sharp spoon. Yeah. Yeah, the like edge. sugar on the it jagged as well. spoon that you accidentally got for your ice cream and yes. jacked up your mouth. It, yeah, yeah, you jack up your mouth <laughs> on it, and I can't tolerate it. It taints everything except for squirt. Yeah, <laughs> I had so. a I had a bad experience with grapefruit as a kid. Okay, where my dad was drinking this big glass of juice, and I was like, I want juice, and he's like, It's grapefruit juice. I'm like, Yeah, I love Sounds grape. Great. I love grape, the fruit juice. I love that. He's I like, love no. grapes and fruit. Yeah, I yeah. love grape and I, it's a yeah. fruit juice. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's grapefruit juice. I'm like, I like that. And so he let me just take a big swig of it and it was so bitter. Yeah. It's so awful. I hate grapefruit. Joel, I have almost the exact same story. Yeah. We got a sample pack of juices from Winder Farms mm-hmm. and all that was left was the grapefruit juice. And I was like, can I have this? And my friend's like, sure, you're not going to like it. I'm like, come on, I'll like it. And they like lined up to see my reaction when I drank <laughs> it. And sure enough, I thought it's it was like when disgusting. you eat cooking chocolate and you're like, yeah, yeah chocolate. No. This is a different one because like i think oranges strawberries grapes bananas blueberries that's all great for breakfast but it's very rare that they're prepared well enough or fresh enough for breakfast right apparently sweet grapefruit is actually quite good but i don't never had it. it sounds yeah. like a lie but with <laughs> tier three it's tier three tier three Sorry, fruit. <laughs> Sorry, fruit, fruit is good. Fruit is good for you. <laughs> no, it's it's like your concession when you're trying. Like I'm trying to eat a little. Like bit I'll better. have a banana to go. I with like my... I'm like donut. Delicious. The sweetness is just right. <laughs> it's fruit. fruit terrible. And this raspberry has too many seeds. Nature's candy. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's candy. how I feel though. I'm sitting there eating like you know my steak and eggs. I'm like, oh, I have a banana. Make this a healthy breakfast. Uh, <laughs> speaking of healthy breakfast, toaster pastries. <laughs> so this is including everything like we're talking like you know okay. pop tarts and toaster mainly pop tarts yeah but, but toaster strudel toaster is amazing so good once again if it's the right cream cheese topping that you mm-hmm. put on yourself it's semi fresh mm-hmm. it's so good it's then cold, you have, burning hot on the edges freezing cold in the middle <laughs> yeah pop tarts 
you can really only discriminate the taste of whether it's like chocolate or fruity. It doesn't really matter what's inside <laughs> because there's such a little layer. Yeah. But if they're frosted like that, adds something else. But the portability, the ease of use, the cleanup for a Pop-Tart or toaster strudel is great. Don't you dare. It's when was the last time you had a Pop-Tart? Probably last week. Okay. And when I was like, hey, I need to run to work. I don't have time to eat breakfast. Pop-Tart. Boom. Grab oh, something do you from toast a, them? So you won't have a continental breakfast, but you'll have a Pop-Tart? A tier one. Go to McDonald's. Tier one toaster pastry. No. Yeah. Toaster pastries get a tier one. Oh, here's the thing. They're so fresh. Pop-Tarts are so fresh. They don't need refrigeration. <laughs> do you toast your Pop-Tarts That's or do you eat them science. out of the bag? I eat them right out of the bag. What? I actually prefer them raw rather than toasted as well. Because yeah. toasted, they usually get those really gross, crispy, crispy edges. Yeah. And in 1994, Texas A&M University actually showed that when you leave Pop-Tarts in the toaster too long, they could produce flames up to 1.5 feet high. Nice. Yeah, that's actually a warning still on the box. Yeah. Never leave your toasting appliance or microwave unattended with Pop-Tarts. Because they can start a fire. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Once again, why does the toaster go up to 10? There's it doesn't no make reason. sense. I put these at tier three. I yeah, even toaster strudel. Toaster strudel though are are it's so the, delicious. But it's the same. I, so. They're not. I it, seriously, they're sawdust. They're toasted sawdust. This isn't. This isn't a hatred, but I put it in tier three as well, because this is one where it's. Well, look, you're never going to order this, but you're on the. Oh, run. I go to the diner. I'm like, bring me the pop tart. Yeah. <laughs> but you're on the strawberry. Run. You're like, I'm going to be late. I need something to eat. Pop tart. There's a second one in here. That doesn't make sense, but it's tradition. That's fine. Do you eat both of them in one sitting? I can only do one. Yeah, it's a lot of sugar. Yeah. When I was a kid, I actually preferred to, I'd have toast them and I'd do the strawberry without the icing. Oh. Because it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It's less than an M&M candy shell. Like it's... Just nothing. It's gross. It's not gross. I wouldn't say it's gross. gross. It's just not the Once best. again, I'm not hating on no, no, almost like, any of these. I'm this hating is on like, cantaloupe. No, but think about it. This is like Little Caesars. Like we're never going to be like, oh, Little Caesars sounds like the best pizza to eat, but it's five bucks. It does come in clutch. You're right. It's, it comes oh, in clutch. And so, does, so do Pop-Tarts. Okay. And I'll give you that. Guys, bring it up. No, it's a tier I'll three. Give you a tier, I'll give you a tier one for this, a bonus tier one. Uh, no, this wouldn't take it. No. <laughs> well, then you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they definitely uh, are really good when you're a kid. And I think they lose their mystique as an adult. Next up, waffles. Waffles are eaten throughout the world, particularly in Belgium, which has over a dozen regional varieties. The word waffle first appears in the English language in 1725. Uh, it's, de- it's derived from the word Dutch word waffel, which derives itself from the Middle Dutch, waffele, which is another word. <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> it is another word. I don't know what it means, except for it could mean honeycomb or cake, I think. But these actually come from the wafers. Yeah. Uh, like religious, uh, in, in Catholicism, they have you, you know, eat the wafer as part of a sacrament. Mm-hmm. And they would take just basically flour and water and press it between ho- two hot irons. Yeah, like with a, wa- a with waffle the iron they created. Yeah, yes. with a design in it, usually a religious in origin. And then they would eat the wafer. By the way, that's how they created sneakers, too, based on a waffle iron. Really? Yeah. First pair of running sneakers. He's like, that's a good idea. Clamp. How does that make shoes? Because you get the, the tread. Yeah, the tread oh, on it. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I was like, how do you how <laughs> you do you put just... <laughs> syrup on the shoes and then you run faster? That makes perfect sense. Also, uh Eggo waffles, as we well know. I don't want to I don't want to focus on Eggo waffles because fresh waffles are amazing. Well, they better. do have a sixty nine percent share of the frozen waffle market in the United States. <laughs> I thought they had a hundred percent. That's what I said. <laughs> so Eggo was once a mayonnaise company. 
created in 1932, and then they are like, hey, let's release some waffles. It took off, and they're like, we'll leave the mayo behind. Thank goodness. Also, they used to call them frothles, which I'm going to starting now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's waffles. frozen waffles. Frothles. But they, they call them egos because of the eggy taste. That's why they call them egos. Egos are definitely, like, they come in clutch. Yes. But yes. once again, that's the bottom of the barrel. It really stuff. is. One of the best ad campaigns, though. Lego, Lego my ego? Lego my ego. Oh, totally. Waffles are amazing. Because they've got pockets for your toppings. They're very good. It's not like a pancake where a pancake, the syrup just like You're right. They're not as good as pancakes. You're right, Ken. Because pancakes, you're like, oh, you get a butter pit. That's all you get. These things don't get soggy. Each one has a pocket. It's buckets of love. Hey, I want to eat the other half of that waffle later. Hey, the syrup's still waiting for you, buddy. I'm right here. I don't know why you made this pancakes versus waffles, because I'm perfectly fine with waffles and pancakes. You love both, right? Yes. Oh, here's the thing. They're both tier one. Waffles are straight up tier one. Are they, though? Yeah. Oh, you're not giving waffles tier one? I gave it a tier one. <laughs> of course I gave it a oh, tier one. Freaked out. Waffles and pancakes are delicious and a great part of a healthy breakfast. Plus chicken and waffles. You can make a sandwich out of waffles. Mm. Waffle cones? Mm. Chicken and waffles is delicious. I did not get chicken and waffles until I went to the right restaurant. Then I was yeah. like, I get it now. This yeah. is good. Tier one. Okay, good. Waffles are pancakes with abs, man. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's so I prefer to sleep on I prefer to sleep on a fluffy pillow of pancakes, but I enjoy and it's because waffles, once again, consistency varies. Well, for me, there's so much more surface area because like the way that they're cooked that they just end up crispy and but I, think it's, I think it's hard to ruin a waffle, honestly. But then sometimes don't you guys get the waffles where it's like just the crispy outer shell and there's nothing inside to kind of grab the syrup? I hate it when that happens. That's mm. yeah, that happens a lot. When it has the uh, continental breakfast ones where you flip them. Oh, I love the Belgian waffles when they make yourself. But, but if you don't do it right they end up really hollow yeah it's true yeah it makes sense yeah yeah but yeah we all agree top waffles are great they're delicious how about smoothies once again we thought these were healthy (laughs) no (laughs) uh so smoothies might as well be breakfast ice cream man there's not a lot of interesting facts about smoothies this is considered a breakfast because it feels filling when you have a smoothie well it's filling because the fruit fiber it makes you feel full because throwing, it takes more time to digest. Yeah, and you're throwing the, the yogurt and some fruit and some ice and maybe some spinach into a blender. And all of a sudden, it's like, this is so healthy for me. Thing, it's like green, so it must be healthy. Yeah. I think the downside of smoothies, because they taste good, varying flavor sometimes, though, yes, I will say true. that. Yes. You're like, oh, I should have added more apples or bananas yeah. in that one. But the prep and cleanup aren't really worth it. It's so, like when you get raspberries in there and you're like cleaning out seeds of the blender for right. like days. Yeah. So it's a tier two because they taste good. It's... You can drink this on the run while you're driving or whatever, but that's about it. I would never really be like, oh, I feel like a smoothie. I'm now going to get everything out of the freezer or fridge mm-hmm. and start making it. Yeah. I don't ever really make my own smoothies that often. I'm a Jamba Juice kind of guy. So <laughs> so you're oh, paying yeah. $7 for a peach perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, I don't blame you. Therefore, I'm giving it a tier one. Tier I'm, one. I get yeah. a Jamba Juice tier one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a tier three. Because of um, the work. It's a lot of work for well, the payoff is not always great. I've made oh, I've made some bad smoothies. And then when you get to the bottom, like the bottom the third slu- of your the, smoothie, the, the, the runny sludge <laughs> in the not bottom. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm constantly mixing the whole time. Yeah. That's and the runny sludge is not invited to the breakfast party. Is no, that what you're saying? No, no okay. runny sludge to the breakfast party. <laughs> Stay outside, runny Although sludge. If I made a smoothie basically, you know, with like maple syrup, sausage, eggs, and yours bacon. would just be eggs and eggs and eggs. <laughs> and yes, that Gross. would be quiche and it would be delicious. <laughs> Next up is Breakfast Burrito. Originated in a Mexican cafe in Santa Fe, New Mexico. The burrito was invented in 1975 by filling a rolled tortilla with bacon, potatoes, chile, and cheese. Why'd you say chile like that? <laughs> chile. chile. I'm not going to say chili, but chile. chile. Chiles. I love these, but then I've also had kind of the really bad ones too. It's all due to the eggs and how runny they are mm-hmm. in the breakfast burrito. Or, or dry. Or, or dry. I've yes. had grainy. Yeah. 
Or you get the ones like you, if you go to like Rancheritos or something like that, it's basically just chorizo and that's all it is. It's just, yeah. just a ton of chorizo. I think the eggs need to be in like identifiable chunks. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. or if you get the ones where it's just like basically potatoes, mm-hmm. which that's also kind of weird. Quite a bit. I had to give this a tier two. What? I had to and I didn't want to, but I had to because it got pushed down because I just I thought about bad breakfast burrito experiences. Yeah, it's inconsistent. It's tier two, but they're fine and they're usually the cheapest thing on a fast food menu. So mm-hmm. that's good for me. I've had great experiences with breakfast burritos from like Harmon's or Rancheritos, as you mentioned. Uh, I love them. I'll go for them all the time. I'll get them from Maverick even. Tier one. Okay. Wow. I'm okay with that because I think they deserve a little more love than I could give them because I was forced to have 10 tier ones, 10 tier twos, and 10 tier threes. You would put 13 egg things in tier one. I (laughs) would. (laughs) And finally, for our last item, an hour and a half later, I think it's most appropriate that we finish with bacon. Aw, bacon. So wonderful. It wasn't until like 2011 that bacon mania really hit the United States. And was it that late? What happened there? I don't know. But all Is of a sudden, when the scientists were like, actually, bacon's healthy for you, we think, this year. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> yeah. It's probably when they said bacon's going to kill you. Everyone's like, yeah, rebellion. <laughs> bacon. You have side bacon, which is the kind, or, or streaky bacon, which is what we usually use here in the mm-hmm. United States. You have back bacon, which is known as Canadian bacon or Canadian style bacon. And it's sold, sold in like Canada and in the UK and things like it's that. It's just ham. It, it, it is. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not complaining. If it's Canadian bacon or it's regular bacon. Let's call I'm it happy. ham. I'm Canadians. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's made like that by you either love rush. inject it or soak it in brine or you can do a dry uh, brining as well. The process can take up to 18 hours depending on the intensity of the flavor. Do you guys prefer chewy or crispy bacon? Crispy. Crispy. I think I'm more crispy as well. I used to be mm-hmm. more chewy when I was a kid. Now I prefer crispy. I don't like it burnt though. My wife no, likes of course it. Not. I, I like My wife likes it well done. Like a thicker cut, but still crispy. So yeah. you kind of get a, a little chew to it. But so I want to go back in the past and give some history of bacon. I feel like that should be a, its own show, actually. Save for a bacon show. In twelfth oh, century England, churches would award a flitch or a side of bacon to any married man who swore before God that he and his wife had not argued for a year and a day. Dang it. Once again, not just a year, but a year and a day. So men who and this is where the quote came from, brought home the bacon, oh. were seen as great citizens and husbands. I wondered where that came from. Isn't that from. adorable? I thought it was just people who could afford bacon. It, well, now um, it's money, right? Yeah. But before, it was a year and a day of no arguments. Nice. Are we all just going to say this is tier one? It's tier, tier one. one. Good. I'm glad we agree, because if there was any sort of argument, this would have to change the name of the show. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, tier we one. can't do that. But, Bacon's uh, delicious. No, bacon is absolutely delicious. Well, well, like I, you mentioned, like with, with if you have the option for bacon or sausage or one of these, you're going to go with the bacon because it's it's safe, it's delicious. You don't you can't really mess up a recipe on it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, although have you guys tried like turkey bacon or vegan bacon? It's not bacon, so it doesn't matter. It's yeah, not that good. I don't like it. Well, yeah, take out the last part of that name. It doesn't it doesn't That's belong like a tier there. Four. Yeah, um, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. But yeah, so straight up tier one. Good go. one to end one. on for sure. Yeah. yeah. So bacon. We hope you enjoyed playing along with us on our. Breakfast tiering. Very controversial. I actually uh, already have a list here. There are three items we all gave a tier one. They are uh, bacon, fried eggs, and waffles. And there was only one item we all gave a tier three, fruit. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't sum up how we are, I don't know what does. How did we get these dad bots? I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I was going to say, thanks, Zach. That's a fun fact. But let us know what you thought of our ranking. Rank them yourself. There are 30 items you can rank and rank them on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. We will be posting the show there and you can participate. And let us know what you thought, what your family thought as well. We'd like to hear what, what you guys have to say. And if you had breakfast for dinner the night you're listening yeah, to Yeah, let this. us know if we made you hungry because I'm definitely hungry right now. Or a great big <laughs> breakfast right when the episode drops. Oh, so yeah. good. 
All right, but before we go, we'd like to thank the I Am The Listener category, and that's Terry Finley, Adrian Gray, Chris Drought, Braden Winterton, Jennifer Kielkowski, Sean Sanquist, Kyler Just Wants Joel's Approval, Alicia Bass, Crew Dutler, and Scott Sprague. Also, we'd like to thank the Bacon Council, and that's Nicole D. Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Stephen Ross, Mots Mudro, Jessica Terry, Brian Madsen, and Reverse Listener. Thank you guys so much. We love you so much. We really do. Thank yeah. you so much. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing the QuickWits. They're performing online right now for free. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. And if you want to read my upcoming movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. We're having a lot of fun every week. A bunch of uh, comment sections flying around on both Facebook and, and Twitter. And uh, nothing happening on Instagram for some reason. So fix that. Ah. <laughs> So follow Bacon Sale uh, at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, like the Facebook page. While you're doing that, you can head over to tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale and get yourself some merch, like a t-shirt mostly or a mug or pants or something. And then if you'd like to support the show because you like what's going on and you want to send your love in a, in a financial way, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Bacon Sale, where support of the show starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to... Pacon bits that happen frequently. We just talked about a Kent dating story. Oh, we did. Boy. Yeah. Once again, patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, thank you for attending our breakfast party. Oh. Bacon sale in your cup doesn't make any sense. <laughs> bacon sale, <laughs> giddy up. up. <laughs> I'm excited. Are you sure? Are you, are you ready for <laughs> You sure? And we do keep an empty chair here in the bacon cave. For Elijah. <laughs> nice reference. Wow. Biblical references on bacon cell. Remember how I said, call me sweet? And then yeah. I got called a sadist. This is going to be a great show for getting things wrong. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to New York? New, New York, York bagels are next oh, level. If you haven't They're eaten good. ramen in China, you haven't eaten ramen. So bacon bombs. Bacon bombs. That smells delicious. <laughs> But I, we said poor nights of Windsor. When I look Ma'am, at them, I'd like the gypsy toast. Thank you. <laughs> That's the whole point of breakfast food is eggs touching everything. you got to be kosher with some things, Joel. It's all one happy family on my plate. Welcome yeah. to the uh, breakfast party in my tummy. This is the entree that also has a condiment hidden inside. I love eggs. Uh, hold on. Are you 70? That is so male of you to say. Coagulated should be a description of every breakfast food. Kinubu canceled sniggle. Killing bowler, cannabolor, and cannel sewer, corpapuski. It's all over your fingers, and then you find it in your mustache later on. It's just like, oh, hello, icing. Cinnabon at the Maverick, boys. That's my jam. A Dutch baby is always baked in the oven, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Hansel and Gretel? What? Are no. you Amish? No, I'm not Jake. Come on. <laughs> Zach- Have a Dutch baby with us on our sleepover. Is that Kate's Dutch babies? I'd be happy if I never had an omelet ever again. Same. Stop uh, that English muffin. And it's I was inappropriate like, nearly. Hello. I wanted it so bad. But you, how did you get milk on the ceiling? You had a breakfast party. You ate an yeah. omelet and then you went like this. Oh, is that a pie tin? Oh, yeah. That is disgusting. It is. You're right. You quiche. I don't know what's in the quiche. Fingernails, probably. We're going to have a quiche party. Then we'll have a We Hate Biscuits and Gravy party. <laughs> Here's some gruel, kids. Be happy. You can either have it bread or burned. Nowhere in between. Probably. Everyone's invited to my breakfast party. Mm-hmm. The first donut hole ever seen by mortal eyes. You oh. said you take naps after breakfast sometimes. That's it's a good corned beef hash nap. It's not a donut <laughs> nap. There's a, a different nap. And that is just me when I'm putting pants on. I want to fail my drug tests. Did you know if you took a drug test tomorrow, you'd fail because it's poppy seed muffin? Isn't that cool? <laughs> but do you love it? I love it! What about a fruit nap? 
How you, you put just... syrup on the shoes and then you run faster. That makes perfect sense. Waffles are pancakes with abs, man. Call I'm it happy. ham, I'm Canadians. Happy. We hate grits. It's poor you put, us. You put grits out, we hate it. Oh, oh no. No. Oh, no. Get those grits away from it's us. It's killing us. Our queen. Tell Bob, this place is giving us grits. Hey, Queenie, we got more grits right. Dress, dress up as different ants so they don't think it's us. He died. But consider this. No, no, I'm a different ant. I have a hat. <laughs>